Fresh like I just got a contract. Fresh like I just got a max. We back. We're here. It's Hoops and Brews. What's good? How are you doing? We're coming to you live like Craig Mack with that flavor in yeah. How you feeling? What's up guys? How you doing today? How you doing? You alright? You very low key? You very low energy today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have his halfway hungover. Nah, I just got a headache, but it's fine. Both, a little bit, a little bit of both. But it's hoops and brews. You know what it is. We are here. We are back. Luca, man, my son. He went out there and he sprained his ankle. We gonna, we are gonna go in depth talking about that a little bit later. Side note, I think because we got a doctor on the show today. There is a doctor in the house. Talk to him, Raj. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, y'all? How's it going? So with with Luca, we just fired up. Go ahead. Go All ahead. right. So here's the thing with Luca. Um, Woj today said he has a moderate ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. Talking about he has an inversion, meaning he rolled it inwards. Mm-hmm. And so typically with that, you don't see a player out for about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Typically, right? Okay. There was news that Luca was running under, running on an underwater treadmill afterwards. Yeah. yeah. That'd be funny. You know what that is? Underwater treadmill. Yeah. So basically, it just deweights you. Oh uh, so yeah. So you're yeah, running yeah, underwater. Yeah, basically, yeah, running underwater yeah, on yeah, a yeah, deweighted yeah. treadmill. But that doesn't really tell us anything. The thing about an ankle sprain, we talked about this earlier, was that after you have an ankle sprain, the training staff comes and look at how much swelling you got, mm-hmm. how much pain you're in, and it's really not an inexact science. Mm-hmm. What people don't realize about medicine, a lot of that shit is like, it's gray area. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to, like, people want, like, oh, what's the answer? <laughs> like, we don't know. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a day-by-day process. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell you know, if it's mild or really severe, but mm-hmm. when it's in the middle, it's more of a gray area. So okay. they're gonna go day by day with him, mm-hmm. assess, and then see how he does. But on average, typically about two weeks, the biggest injury risk for him is re-injury. Really? So yeah, the, the key yeah, thing yeah, is, yeah, if they bring yeah. him back too early, mm-hmm. all the research shows, if you come back too early, you're at like a much, much higher risk for yeah. re-injury. Yeah. So I know the Mavs, like they have a really tough stretch coming up, yeah. right? Yeah. This is like the worst time they got hurt. Their schedule is really, really tough. Yeah. And they're in the West, so it's a hard playoff yeah. race. So like there might be that pressure. You know, Luka wants yeah. to play. You know, Cuba wants to make that playoff money. He's also so, 20 years old. Uh, I mean, when I was 20, I, you could bounce back from a lot. We, yeah, I bounced the, back from a lot. Yeah, of yeah but the thing, because even like I was thinking, I didn't think the ankle injury was, I didn't think the sprain was that bad. I mean, you stepped on somebody's foot. Like, I didn't think it was like, like, it was like, oh my God, I'm like, he'll be fine in like a couple weeks. Like, he'll be fine. But to, to like your point, I would assume that would make the, the, the ankle weaker. So if you don't let it heal up properly, now you step on somebody's foot again. It gets worse, and then it can become something chronic, and you don't want to become have something becoming chronic. Exactly. Now you just roll your ankles consistently. For me, just off, just basketball wise, I think it'd be good for the Mavericks. Honestly, I really do. I mean, even like the Heat. You game, do good though. Nah, nah, nah. Tweaking. Nah, I mean, nah, nah. I mean, even like the Heat game. Like when he went out, they was getting rolled. Like they was getting destroyed. Yeah, they came back. I check it again. We had overtime. Like I watched. I think I mean I was out, so I watched. Like I want to say, uh, like the final two minutes, and then like like you know. Um, a little bit of overtime. I think for one, it'll like empower some other people to just like do something. Well, KP, exactly. he's having a hard exactly. time playing with Luke. He won't say it. Exactly. He's not used to playing off he's, the ball. Exactly. He's, he's been relegated to just playing that off Being, the ball guy, right? Yeah, That's yeah. all he is. And I think that it'll help KP get into a rhythm. I think it'll help a guy like Jalen Brunson. Um, I think that they can maybe find like a secondary playmaker throughout this stretch. 
I mean, especially because again and again, I don't I don't think the Mavericks are. A, I, I I think they have a good basketball team, and I think injuries, as long as it's not something where somebody is decapitated, can be good. Like I think small minor injuries can be good because you learn to play in different ways. Like what happens if I don't know we get in the playoff series and 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 I don't know he rolls his ankle and he got to sit on like sit on sidelines for like a couple possessions, yeah. or let's say he got to go to the bench. Now you've actually learned how to play without the man. Right. So I think that this stretch again, like they're gonna make the playoffs they're not going to lose like 10 straight games and fall out the playoffs at this point i think they'll make the playoffs but i think it can be good for other guys to empower other guys because his usage rate is so high he has the ball so much that sometimes people can become somewhat dependent upon him so Absolutely. it'll empower some other guys and again like you said with kp i think kp's had a hard time adjusting he'll probably get a rhythm because they're gonna look because they're gonna go to him 20 30 times a game now whereas before you made you weren't you you weren't the first option no, absolutely, I agree. It gets you into a rhythm, knowing that you're not going to you're going to have the ball a lot, right? Exactly. Like another example, that's not Luca, but like when Avery Bradley got hurt, KCP came in. Yeah. He like before Bradley got hurt, KCP was playing, always thinking, oh, if I don't do this, I'm gonna get so I'm gonna get pulled out. But now he came in saying he can't, he can't pull me out, and, and no one else there, right? Yeah. And so he got into a rhythm, and he's been playing extremely, extremely well. Yeah. So that's that's to your point. Yeah. Of course, it's a different. My player. least favorite player in the NBA to watch. KCP. Yeah. Like who who else did I say I never want to watch play basketball again? It was somebody I said on one of those. Oh, I never want to see that. I, I, I never really. I don't want to see that man play but, basketball. But uh, well, like like, like somebody Chris said on Twitter to us, he gonna air, LeBron going on some. He made the right basketball play type shit. Pass KCP that ball in the finals or in the Western Conference finals or in the first, second round in a big game, and he gonna airball the fuck nah, out of that shot. KCP is OC and enough. And it's gonna be a wrap. KCP is OC enough for me to actually believe that uh, he'll hit it. But but moving forward, back to <laughs> nah, he's just Kobe OC. got clean up and left the building. I mean, yeah, but he at least took the shot. Like he like he he shot the ball. He had the confidence to shoot the ball. Look, it's a lot he of people. That will, it's a lot of people that will take the shot. Quinn Cook took the shot. He just met uh, anyway, but Zion. So Zion, um, there's been a lot of talk about Zion, but me even even like pre-draft, I was like, yo, Zion got to lose some weight, slide on his knees. Keep the notes. He'll probably end up, you know, you know, at, at, at some point in time, possibly dealing with some, you know, some um, knee trouble. So Zion, Zion has a torn meniscus. Number one, yeah. what do you think that Zion's one health regimen should be, and how do you think that Zion could best preserve his career, being his size and already have? Having you know um, knee troubles so far. Yeah, so one distinction: he has a torn lateral meniscus outside part of his knee meniscus. That's different than the, than the inside. Okay. So. So can you explain what? The- yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the outside, if he had I the didn't. if he had the outside of his meniscus removed, yeah. we don't know actually know what happened because there's with the meniscus, right? It's like a piece of tissue that's in, that's in between your knee joint, mm-hmm. helps absorb shock, helps reduce friction, all those. Can things. I ask a question? So yeah, like, sure. I'm trying to visually see this in my head. So it's like the bones, right? And then, so the meniscus is in, is in the in middle. The middle. Where it's like a, yeah, it's like a dual crescent little shape okay. yeah. in between like the, your, your thigh bone, your okay. femur and your tibia, okay. your shin bone. Yeah. So it sits in there okay. and it absorbs force, right? With mm-hmm. Zion, it's absorbing a lot of force, a lot of force, right? So lateral meniscus 
if he actually had it removed, Man. there's like really high rates of arthritis moving forward. We don't know what okay. we don't know okay. if he had it removed or not. Like for example, D Wade had his whole meniscus removed, removed. Yeah, which is like now it's considered like crazy. Why you know, would you do that? Why would you remove the fact that? he had a long career and played the way he played with no meniscus is actually wild. Yeah, there's some it's parallel incredible. universe where he has the full one and who knows? What he <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yo, he's fucking Jordan. Yeah, literally, who the when, fuck knows? When he get his meniscus taken out though, the college, the college. That's wild. He got it out. I think he got it. I think when they went made that final four run, I think it's when he got it taken out. Yeah, that's nuts. The final four. That is yeah. nuts. Yeah, so he never had two good knees yeah, the that entire was, time. That, okay, now in a situation like that, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to get away from Zion, but just like a oh, quick aside. Like, it is that when you're for a guy like D-Wade, is that just like bad medical advice like on behalf of the people that are around him or is that just like bad? Like, you know what I mean? That's like in that situation, like like you just said, why would you do that? Like if, if you're 21 or whatever, why would you do that? Unless it's more one of those situations where it's just like, it's probably the cheaper option. Or is that, or is it, is, is that the, like, is that, you know what I mean? Well, like, when, first off, when, when he had it done, yeah. yeah, so the, the other alternative yeah, is called true. a meniscus repair, okay. where they like stitch it. But yeah. that's only it's only available in certain tears. Okay. Because the meniscus, like there's only blood flow to certain areas. Okay. And, and tissue can't heal unless there's blood flow. Okay. So if it's in that non called avascular, meaning there's okay. no vascularity or blood supply, you have to remove it regardless. But in oh, D Wade's okay. case, from my understanding, they remove the entire thing. Okay. They remove like the whole piece. So imagine you have like two hamburgers and a slice of cheese, yeah. that's the meniscus. You take out the, the, the moldy piece of cheese, yeah. they, they took out the whole damn slice of cheese. And so it's like, that's the thing. That's wild. Right. From my understanding, that's what happened. No, they, they, just, they, 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 they took no, out the yeah. whole they meniscus. Took out his he played a whole mid career with no meniscus. Yeah, so that's the thing. <laughs> with no meniscus. To say who's at fault, it's hard to say because there's always battling forces, yeah. right? Okay. There's the medical side. Who, who's going to be more conservative? There's a team side. Oh, no, we need him. There's d Wade saying, I want to play, yeah. or I want to make this run and, and solidify my draft slot. Yeah. I think it was just 2002, bro. Oh, I remember, dude. like, nah, we got to remember, like, that's 18 years ago. Like, just think about how much we've learned about life and, like, think about what ACL injury was in 2002 oh, as well as what AC, like, yeah, they patched the shit up now, damn near you good. Right. You know, even, I mean, I, I think, like, the only way, we can get, in, you know, get into it later because I do want to get back to Zion, but I think, yeah. like, I mean, we can have to discuss it later. I think the only injury that we haven't really fully figured out is the Achilles, and I think we're starting to kind of figure out the Achilles. It's improving. It's Outcomes improving. are improving. It's improving. It's still the hardest one. The reason why attendance is difficult, especially the Achilles, it's elastic, meaning, like, it's like a rubber band. Yeah. You got to pull it, and then it has to recoil. Oh, okay. So you can't get a lot of that. It's hard to get that elasticity back. Yeah, like, yeah. Whereas the ligament, it's just passive. Yeah. You repair it, it's not really, there's no elastic properties. That's okay. the hard part about yeah. Achilles to get that, yeah, yeah. that spring really? back. The spring yeah, okay. back is the hardest part. But, but okay, not, not no, to no, but, but back to Zion, so you said his lateral meniscus and not his, and not, Medial, yeah, inner, yeah, inner side. So inner side's right. much more common. Uh, lateral side's a little, as you know, basketball players is about even, but if they take the lateral meniscus out, there's higher, much, much higher, higher rate of arthritis. So the fact that when they first announced his timetable, like six weeks, I thought they had just removed it, like take whatever the piece was, mm -hmm. they had removed it. And so I was like, oh shit, like that's a bad sign for him moving forward because he already has all these risk factors. But now that he's taking longer, I think that they might've just underestimated how long a repair takes, but I don't know. Again. Or do you think they're just being hyper-precautious with them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, they should be, right? Personally, I think it's two things. I think, for one, he has to lose weight. Yeah, I yeah, think, like, 100%. I mean, you got to think, like, if he, 
if he's hurt, and you had to like you can't lose weight while rehabbing. It's not like he broke a you know wrist or did something to his arm or the shoulder, so he can't like run and jog and stay conditioned. So they were already talking. Was he before even? <laughs> that too. No, 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 like, 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 literally, like, like, was he even in, like, was he even in actual shape yeah. to play real legit NBA? Like, we gotta think out of what Zion's played. Still averaging twenty-seven. But listen, though, Zion has played what five NBA games. The two of them he got hurt. Exactly. So, the two of them he yeah, got hurt. So I did a video on better than LeBron on my YouTube, and so it was all about his movement patterns and the way he plays. He plays just really explosive style, yeah. right? With mm-hmm. the way he moves. Yeah. We compare him to D Rose. The biggest thing I saw with Zion, I said this since his high school days, he lands single leg knee straight. That's like the worst way to land. Yeah, okay. he does. He lands wrong. He lands very way too often. He lands single bro, leg knee straight. Bro, remember that block in college he had? When like he like blocked it, like the way he landed. Like, yeah, he's like, like I was like, what are you? Why would you? What stop, bro? Yeah, exactly. Like like like. Ja Morant lands. Yo, yo, he has some yo, crazy landing. Yo, worst landings Gee, ever, bro. I, do, bro. I don't. Yeah. I honestly, like, really, like, I don't like watching. Bro, Ja has it's been scary. Scary, G, scary, G, Ja has. G, the one he had against Houston. I'm like, yo, I thought he did it himself. Did like, bro, he has been searching for a poster, and now he finally got one on Aaron Baines, but he landed terribly. Yeah, chill. Yeah. He did, but I'm like, yo, calm down, bro. Like somebody just sit y'all down and like talk to him. She like stop, bro. But but continue about yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with y'all to that point exactly. And so the the guy I compare them to, like in terms of landing, is like I remember how Blake Griffin used to be trying to always jump yeah, over everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy ass landings. Yeah, he got I hurt multiple. Yeah, he got hurt multiple times. But then he learned like yo, I don't. You gotta you gotta figure out when to use your athleticism. Yeah. People think if I'm in fifth gear all the time. I'm a good player. You don't no. need to always be in fifth, yeah. right? It's about going from first to third to fifth, back to third, back to fifth, mm-hmm. right? So you got to yeah. understand when to use your athleticism. And for unfortunately, some guys learn it the hard way. I agree. Hopefully, Ja don't like you know, like like, like that. The dunk you talked about, where his, his knee like yeah, bent the wrong I was like, way. Yo, what? I don't know what the hell. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, and also he's already been hurt. Like he has, I think he has back. Like he has, he, he's had some back problems already. Which is, is not good. Yeah, and he's a slight dude. Exactly. Right, he's, right now. He, now he doesn't have that much of a frame on him yet. So for Zion, like, okay, okay. so obviously not Zion. Not a slight dude. Yeah, so, 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 he's not a slight dude. So obviously Zion has the, you know, meniscus. Honestly, I personally think he's not coming back this year, in my own opinion. I don't think it makes sense for him to come back this year, one, because again, you have to rehab the knee, then you also have to get in shape. He's not in, like, you, you're not in shape. So what do you think for him, his best optimal back playing weight would be? Allegedly, he's 285, probably heavier than that. At this point, what do you think his optimal playing weight would be for Zion, knowing that he's probably going to deal with some type of knee issues for the rest of his career? Yeah, yeah. so I would say typically what we've seen, there's a study I saw recently, players who have over like a BMI, I don't know what BMI is, body mass, body yeah. mass index. Body mass index. It's, not the, it's not the best stat, it's not that best number because mm-hmm. it's not really, it's biased towards like non-athletes who yeah. would be a different bill. Okay. But it was like BMI over 28 players have like a 50% higher risk for meniscus injury. So weight plays a big part. Yeah. I can't really say what his ideal weight is because he's also a pretty muscular yeah. dude, right? Yeah. And so, but he's, it's not, there's a risk reward with dudes like that. One is how did he get to that point? You, you can be, you can be built, like LeBron is built, yeah. but he earned it yeah. in the weight room, right. right? He grinded it out. Zion probably did too. But at some point, nah, he'd been nah, I used to think Zion. Or maybe he did it. He didn't look the same to me since he was 14. I'm not going to lie. That's fair. That's fair. He and literally he, looked like the same human being to me since he was 14. <laughs> he just got a little fatter. That's fair. I mean, he's gotten bigger. Even Coach K said when he got hurt, mm-hmm. like, 
he shouldn't have been playing in summer league. He wasn't ready for it. Really? Okay. As, as Coach K said that when I was looking it up. So Coach K probably either he got some inside information or he talked to Zion. I don't think I think after they got eliminated mm-hmm. in the in the March Madness, yeah. he didn't really work on his body, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw that when he came for summer league. Yeah. He didn't look in great shape. He looked the opposite. Now, so what do you think about the way he walks? Because I mean, the way he even walks is kind of weird. Yeah, so I've seen people talk about how the way he walks. It doesn't translate to how he runs. Yeah. So walking, a, walking away, this is a pattern sometimes, right? People mm-hmm. have a certain habit. Yeah. You might have, you know, you might have picked up a certain habits. But then I, I checked that out. I looked at the way he runs in games. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty fluid mover. He mm-hmm. moves fluidly. He doesn't have like the, we call it knee valve, the, where the knees are yeah. cockneyed. That's how he walks, but it's not how he runs. Okay. It's not even how he really lands that much. Okay. So the biggest thing with him with his landing was just, he lands one leg, straight leg. I didn't really see that much what we call his knees diving in. It's called knee valgus, which puts a lot of pressure on the inside of your knee joint. Mm-hmm. I didn't see much of that when I examined okay. his video, although I don't okay. have all the videos, yeah. so I can't say that I know it for sure. Mm-hmm. That's just what I I didn't pick that up. Okay. Okay. Cool. So do you think a guy like him, I mean, I mean, this is not, I mean, what do you think a shelf life on a player like him can be at, with that weight, with potential, you know, meniscus yeah. problems? I mean, he has to lose weight. There's no doubt okay. about it. He's just playing. He's putting too much stress through his body. Then you multiply that by how high he's jumping, mm-hmm. right? And the no, way that he plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's coming down. So maybe if you have a dude who's playing low to the ground, you get away mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, like Zebo. I mean, yeah. he, he has a Zebo type body. Zebo wouldn't that big, and also Zebo six nine, six ten. Zion six six. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. No, so, Zebo was that big, bro. Zabo, I feel like Zebo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but Zebo is again six ten. Yeah, true. Zion six six. That's yeah. four extra inches yeah, for the, the, the weight. Yeah, team. weight distribution. Distribution, yeah, right? Yeah. True. So I mean, there's no doubt he's got he's got to lose it. I don't know. I mean, David Griffin came out and said it's not about the weight. It's not about the yes, weight. Yes, it is. He's trying to massage. It. He's trying to massage yes, it a little it bit, yeah. right? It's like that prize cow. You don't want to like disturb it, yeah. but you just want to like kind of massage him. Yeah. That's what David Griffin's doing. So he has. To, he's going to lose weight. Hopefully, he's going to lose weight. I wouldn't be surprised at yourself if he misses the mm-hmm. whole season. Yeah. First off, what are they playing for? They lost. Well, yeah, now they're not playing for anything. I, I honestly thought if he was healthy, they would have made the playoffs. No, because I, I never thought they look at the, play M- the whole look time. at the NBA right now, bro. But bro, but their problem listen, is defensively. Yeah, but that, he, but, he, but him being there changes that, things all me, around. But listen though, to bro. me, there was no part of me that thought he was gonna play eighty two games. It's not about him playing eighty two games. He's not played any games. I didn't bro. think he was gonna play that many to be. You didn't think he, you didn't think he was gonna play no games. I like thought, stop, bro. bro, bro you, listen, listen, even at worst, even at worst, he played fifty four games. That's fifty four fucking games. I told you, I told you, they were gonna lose twenty. I can't honor that, fam. I, I can't rock with that. I can't rock with that. I told you. They was going to lose 20 games to them being young. Ah. To just to them being a very, very okay, young Okay, but also thing. you're missing the guy that was the number one overall it draft. It doesn't pick. matter, bro. What do you mean? How, does, how, do you, like, how can you how can you say that he's with a straight young. face? He's still how young. How can you say Listen, that with a straight face young. after you saw what he did in preseason? He's still young. He can't shoot. He wasn't going to do that all year. They were going to eventually, like, for one, it's preseason. Like I said, he averaged 20 and 7. What's the old? Listen, for one, listen, bro. For one, it's preseason. Nobody's touching you at the rim. They're not going to let you run in there and dunk on people all like no. They're going they going to put you on the floor sometimes. No. Defense also will get some tape on you and actually scheme for you. Ain't nobody scheming it in the uh, damn preseason. Brandon Ingram out there playing like a damn near all-star. Brandon Ingram is a better basketball player right now than Zion Williamson. Okay, I'm fine with he that. Shoot That's balls. why I said they they could have made the shoot. playoffs. But listen, that don't, don't matter. But listen, no, you I don't give a fuck about anything no, can shoot. Would, but listen, no, bro. You would have had to reconstruct the roster basically. For one because like listen, if you have you need shooting. If they were going to start Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williams, excuse me, and Derek Favors, who's shooting the ball? 
That's not a good starting five. Just JJ Reddick don't exist. Lonzo so Ball ain't even starting right so now. Had it, but bro, he was starting to uh, start the season. So he would have to reconstruct. And also, he oh, lost his starting job to injury on top of that. He didn't lose it just to lose it. He lost it really because of injury. No, he lost it because he lost it. And because of injury. I've seen him playing person. No, I've seen him playing person. He lost it because he lost it. Lonzo well, lost his starting role because Lonzo lost that. I don't want to hear none of that injury also shit. Also because of injury. Nah. Because like we've been saying about like we've been saying about Lonzo from the start, if you can hoop, you can hoop. And guess what? He ain't been hooping. Yes, but the thing about it is, he got hurt. The offense flowed better. And then you then you come back and you also not a rhythm. And now you starting off with a bitch. All right, yeah, just keep. You don't think Zion being there helps nobody, huh? It, not, it helps nobody else on the team. No, nothing changes with Zion Williamson on the really. floor. What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? They win maybe two or three more games. What the fuck is wrong with you, G? They win two or three more games with Zion Williamson on the floor. That's the most disrespectful shit I've ever heard, G. I told you, I never thought they would make the playoffs. What the fuck, man? I don't think they have a good team. Man, averaging twenty-seven and what nine in the preseason? Even if he averaged twenty and fucking nine, they can use it. What are you talking about? But you had to. What are you talking about? They can't use twenty points. Yes, sure. They can't use twenty points. They're still ass. They can't use a block again. They can't lose. use a steal again. They can't lose. use a steal again. They can't lose. use three more assists again. What lose. the fuck are you talking and about? They're still gonna lose. I never thought, bro. We had this discussion before the season. Bro, you I, said Mavericks and Pelicans were making the playoffs. I said the Pelicans. Did you think the Pelicans were making the playoffs? You told me the Mavericks were going to make the playoffs. I was wrong about that. I never did. What? I never let make the playoffs. And I told you they would. And look what they fucking do. I'm talking about the Pelicans. The Mavericks, okay, you were right. I'm talking about the Pelicans. I never thought the Pelicans the were going to make the playoffs. Reason bro. being, I just thought they would lose some games you. to being young. And also, I had questions about health. And I thought they would, again, lose some games to being young, which is what you see a lot. A lot of times, they lose games, even like the Lakers game. Down the, well, I've seen all the young guys, right? And I see what happens down the stretch with them. They just lose games. They lose they just, they even, like, even like the Bulls. Their problem, they lose games because they're young. Is a, is a whole-ass number one pick not Playing. What? But I think it would change. I think it would change some of the you? culture as well. But I don't, wrong I don't know if it would change bro? the execution. No, like, it's not going to change. What? The How does that make sense? He's still 19 years old. He so what? He's just 20 years old after the fucking triple double in there. Professional basketball I don't give years, a fuck. Like, Luka Doncic. Zion couldn't have been a. Uh, he couldn't have been a professional two years ago. Zion could have went pro when he was 17. Lie to me. Sit here and fucking lie to me. Do you think that they would be better? Stop that shit, would man. Would be better defensively with Zion on the floor? Yes, they would be better with him on the floor. Enough? Who, who do they have that can block shots? No, Derek Favors, Derek Favors, rest in peace to his mom. His mom passed away. Right, right, so right. he literally took time away from basketball and said, I had to get away from basketball. His mom passed away. Like, who else they got down there that's going to block shots? Jackson Hayes wouldn't be playing the amount of minutes he's playing right now yes, if Zion Williamson yes, was on the floor. No, yes, he, he would not. Yes, he would, he would he not be playing as many minutes position. as he would be playing play right now yes, if Zion was on yes, the floor. Would. No, yes, they would not. If because you would even see there. a ton of other small lineups out there what? if Zion was on the floor. What? You can't even run a small lineup you want to run because Zion ain't on the goddamn floor. What are you talking about? Gee, at the worst, at the worst, even if he gives me 17 and 8, you telling me 17 and 8 can't help? They still that don't lose make sense, they not gonna, It's not going to help enough to put you in the playoffs. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's not going to help enough to put you in the playoffs. Get the like, fuck no, out of here. Not gonna Ain't nobody the in the West good. The what? top five motherfuckers is good. And everybody else is poo-poo. What? The top the five teams in the West are good. The everybody good. else is poo-poo. The Jazz ain't good? No! Okay. No! Okay. They don't the top five teams in the West are good. Everybody else is shit. 
They're yeah. better than New Orleans. What are you talking about? Half the Western Conference is in fucking below 500. Even if, listen, bro. What even, are you talking yeah, about? Even, yeah, even if Zion's on, on the man. court, they're not better than the Timberwolves. What? Aye, bro. They're not. Aye, aye, bro. They're aye, not. Aye, bro. They're not. Y'all talk. I'm like, going on about It's fuck no, like, bro, it's no disrespect at all. But just like, I didn't think this was a playoff team. I didn't think so either. They didn't think it was a playoff team. Bro, I, they would be better with Better, someone, yeah. Would it be enough for the playoffs? I don't know. That's I the don't question. Think that. That's the question. Again, I, I, I think when you depend upon a lot of guys who are under 25, under 24 years old. Not great. You have some slight, like Luca, but that's a, it, like that that's happens, that ha- like yeah, that happens once every 15 years. That's like literally, 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 once every 15 years. And also they have a team of veterans around Luca. It ain't just like Luca and a whole bunch of rookies. When you look at the Pelicans, really, what veterans you got? Drew Holiday? That's true. I mean, Everybody else you depend on still on their rookie deal for the most part. I mean, if you look at, I think I read the stat, Pelicans in the last five minutes have the worst net rating of any team in the league. So they're in they're in games for you know 40, 41 minutes, but then they break up they break and I I see this this is the same thing that happened with the Lakers, with these same guys yeah. right so I I'm very uh, familiar with it, and so the question I mean they might have got maybe plus five six games with Zion is that enough to win, I I think the the biggest thing that would help was a guy with like Zion is with these young teams when you start losing five six seven games it's easy that that turns into 10, 11, 12, yeah, 13. 12, yeah, yeah. But if you if you have a guy like Zion who can help you just get one and break that pattern, yeah, yeah. that might be able to help yeah. more so than and we're seeing it right now, right? Like with New Orleans, they're what eleven in a row they lost or twelve? They lost a lot they of games in a row. They lost in a row. They lost. They've lost a lot of games in a row. They'll lose seven. They'll lose seven. They'll lose seven. How do you sit there with a straight ass face and shit in front of the whole world? They'll lose seven. How do you sit here with a straight face and shit in front of the whole world? Easy. I didn't think they, like, bro. You a hater. Bro, would they they have six wins? No, they have ten. You a hater, G. How? I told you before the season, I didn't think this was a playoff and team. I, I, I told you before the season, you was a goddamn I, 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 I think you're underestimating. I think you might be overestimating. I think it's, 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 it's not the, about the truth is, no, the truth, losses I got you. I said the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think you're underestimating. Somewhere in the middle, they in the playoff hunt. No, they not. Gee, no. what are you talking about? Do you see the oh, NBA standards, bro? What are you talking about? How many wins do you need in the West to be in the playoffs? This year, think, 40. What do you, what do you think? This year, you need 42 40? wins to get in the playoffs. What's the AC at right now? I'm just wondering. AC is 11 and 14. Right now? Yeah. Exactly, bro. Trash. Those top fives in the team, top five West teams are good. The rest of them motherfuckers are poo poo. Top six, top They're six, top six, top six. They're all poo poo. The Jazz are poo Top six, top six, top six. Lakers, yeah, that's more than one. Lakers, Clippers, Mavericks, Nuggets, Rockets, Jazz. on, bro. Get off there with that man. If we're ranging them, like Lakers, Clippers, obviously, right? Nuggets are yeah. there. Who else is in there? Sorry. Mavericks. I don't think. Okay. Mavericks. Oh, uh, Mavs, Nuggets, Rockets, Rockets Jazz. Mavs are you got to put Jazz. It has to be top six. I'm not then going from, six. I don't. I, I said. I said the Jazz were gonna make the playoffs look, before that. Literally, and the then drop, everybody got injured. But look at the drop off after the after the Jazz. We had the Kings, Suns, Thunder, T Wolves, Spurs. That's a big drop off. I was they would have ten wins. Maybe top five. Then a six. Is that not in the playoff else. hunt? But listen, I think they were making the playoffs regardless. That's what I'm saying. I didn't think, like, bro, they could be in the hunt. They're not making it. In the hunt, though? They're not making it. Okay, okay yeah, they could be in the hunt. Let's see. All right. 
Let me see. Yeah. Number one overall pick. The guy, the guy that people say tenth ain't gonna be. The guy I said could be as good as Michael Jordan. Was you gonna, said that. I didn't in. say that. He you won't said, go. He won't go. You, 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 I won the only you one. That. I, I won the I only guy that won. I won the only guy that won. Come on, G. Stop I had that, questions man. from the beginning, right, but again, I, but again, no, I think that'd be like eleven. Zion would have brought no value. That's what you're telling. No, it's not. I'm just saying not enough to put you in the playoffs. No value. Not enough to put you in the playoffs. You sit up here. Come on, you tell. He wouldn't made a difference. Get come on. That's not what I said. I said he would have made like. Exactly, not enough to, to make the playoffs. I never said he wouldn't make a difference. I, 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 I said not enough to make the playoffs. All right, bro. Reason being is because you're depending upon a lot of guys. Seventeen and seven. You're depending upon. Listen, you're you're depending upon a lot of guys who are just young, and then like we talked, like you said, what their last in net rating last five minutes. Yeah. Like when you get in crunch time and you have young teams, this is what happens. The basketball IQ just isn't there yet. Even you see it with the Bulls. You can be in games, but you got to win them. I said they were told lose. me before the season, Zion Williamson was arguably a top 20, I mean, I'm sorry, top 50 player in the list. Okay. In the league. He, he was on your top 50 list in the league. Yeah. You missing a top 50 player. You telling me, I, that's what I'm saying. Listen to you what telling I said. Me, Listen to me. No, 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 Listen no. To Listen to yourself. You're telling me a top 50 player not going to make that much. Yeah, he go cool, but he's not going to make that much of a difference. Listen to what How I'm saying. How does that make sense when a top 50 player is the number saying, one guy? I said you they didn't even have Ingram on that Listen, list. I said they would lose like 20 games. Because they were young, and he is not there. So and they what would you say? Lose a lot of games yeah, come because on, they're right, young. Right, they bro. would be in the game and they would lose. Yeah, he make a it's difference. Not, he get them like three to four to five more wins. That's it. Three to four to five more wins is different between being last and being in the playoffs. I, okay, so what look, are you talking not make, about? Listen, I never thought they were making the playoffs. I, 11 seed, 10 seed, okay. Playoffs, I never thought you that. You show me one team in the West, like I said, after five, that's a bona fide playoff spot. The and Jazz. You're lying. The no, Jazz. No, nobody the jazz. after five is the a jazz. bona fide G, playoff put this, team. Get up, the Jazz. Nobody after five. The no, jazz. no. They're 15 the, and 11. The, they're going to make the playoffs. Nah, the, and like I told, like I've been telling y'all about the Jazz all year long as well. The Jazz are one injury away from being not in the playoffs as well. Even Mike Conley ain't been playing for whatever reason he ain't been playing. Exactly, a lot of teams are like that. No, but it's not just a lot of teams that are like that because they're not built with the depth enough to get get beyond that. They can't get beyond that. You can go without Mike Conley because y'all played without Mike Conley last year. But if Donovan Mitchell, one of them other key guys, get hurt, it, you, it, you're not going to get there. That's what I'm saying. It's not about me wishing injury on nobody. Most they teams, not though, deep bro. enough. That's, that's not that's most, most teams, teams, bro. Though, bro. Like, no, okay, it's like, not. Offenses. Jokic get hurt on the Nuggets. They making the playoffs? I've been telling you. I've been telling you all year long the Nuggets didn't look good. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, How about not been telling you all year long the Nuggets didn't look good? Jokic get hurt. Wait. Jokic get hurt. They 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 making the playoffs? Yes, they can. And it's West. And it's West with that team. It's gonna be tough. Still on that team. It's gonna be tough. It's not gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. You just told me the AC got ten wins right now. How many wins they got right now? It's gonna be what sixteen. That mean that mean they six wins up on the AC. They not gonna make the playoffs without Jokic. It's gonna be tough. Not the whole year, but if he go out for a month, they a month a month. No, we talking no, no. But look, you talking about Donovan going out for extended time? Two months. Still, two months they gonna make the playoffs. What are you talking about? That's tough, bro. Come on, man. That's tough, bro. Come on, man. That's tough, G. That's tough, bro. That's not that tough, bro. That's tough, G. Everybody else get more shots. It's tough with Denver, though, because their offense relies on Jokic so much, bro. They put him in the high post, and he runs the whole offense. And I think that's their biggest Achilles heel, and that's why I don't believe in them. That's fair. That's fair. It's even worse. It's fair. So, same thing you said. Even in that it time, was, I think they can learn was, something and they can get better. And he, but honestly, I don't think that they falling out the playoffs. Even a healthy Jokic, if he's not in shape, like he he, he is not in shape right now. He's huffing and puffing. Mike Malone came out yesterday and said, "I don't recognize this Jokic." Oh, what, is he did? He said that. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. I'm not sure what happened to Jokic. Okay, Man, so moving terrible. on from this whole Zion rant injury, whatever we talk about. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Jokic actually, because yeah, I've seen him in person this year, and I even told Pavy, you know, he looked, he looks, he looks pudgy to me. Yeah, it's not like I'm. 
And I don't and, and because I gotta see all these guys, I never really try to I don't be trying to disrespect any of these guys. Oh, it's not I, mean, I mean I mean jokes are jokes sometimes, but Jokic just looked fat to be quite honest. And I was like, yo, I didn't think like I knew you looked big on TV, but I'm seeing you in person, in person. and you're very tall and you're big. Like I like like when I saw Giannis and I say this all the time, like I literally walked into the locker room and Giannis is on the floor like stretching out and I'm like, yo, this motherfucker is the hugest human being that I've seen in terms of just like how tall and long his body was because even you got to consider like his arms and stuff and even seeing like seven footers like Zubat and stuff those guys don't look like like large human beings to me like even Zubat like Zubat looks tall but he don't look like a large human being like I saw y'all was like yo this motherfucker is a beast like he was laying on the floor strapped like yo this dude like I couldn't imagine oh man I'm getting the hell out of the way he coming down the lane that's how I felt when I saw Jokic I was like he looked like Escalade from AM1. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm talking about? He looked like Escalade from AM1. I'm like, yo, Jokic, what's going on, G? Like, you the one destroying everybody? And then you see this year, he ain't been destroying everybody. He I don't mean, look good. He still. He looked like he had it. He looked like he peaked. He got happy with peaking. And that's it. Yeah. He got his contract. He peaked. He top five MVP voted. He proved himself. And now that he's proven himself, that's it. Because I'm not seeing nothing from him. I just think and we man. can say what we want to work with before I let y'all say it. We can say what we want to say about Embiid. Embiid has continuously said, I'm not in the best shape and I'm working to get in better shape. I don't feel like I've ever heard Jokic say, like, I'm working to get my body in better shape or I'm working on myself or whatever. If your coach got to call you out about your weight and you the star of the team, you can't be out there looking like Sean Kemp and Escalade. Gee, I'm sorry. It's unacceptable. But go ahead. I also think a lot of what's wrong with the Nuggets is they still just don't have a go-to guy. And I think that, That's you know, and, and, and I think that last year was dope. But you got to realize that now they got like 120-something games of tape on you. So you can't just do the same things you did last year and think you're going to get away with that. And I think nobody really on that team is taking it's, it's not. It's not just Jokic. You paid Jamal Murray $170 million. He get, he put up the same numbers. It ain't like just like nobody. Gary Harris never took a step. Yeah, exactly. Like nobody on that team is taking a step, and they and they still don't have a number one bona fide go to scorer. I think that's their main issue from the wings. Why I think I like their guards, but I think from the wing, which is why I thought that Michael Porter Jr. would be so helpful for this team. They barely play the man, but. They, they, they need a guy from that wing spot we can throw the ball to and get a bucket. And they just don't have that. And I think that that's really what the real issue is. It's like, you see, people got tape on you now. They know what you're going to do. You've been doing. You've been running these same actions for 390 days now. We know what you're going to do. We got tape on it. And they don't have nobody that can just knock down, drag out, get a bucket. And nobody improved. It ain't just Jokic. Nobody, nobody has improved. I agree. I agree. So I think don't you score. If you watch Jokic... Like, he's huffing and puffing. If you run him, like, when Lakers played in Denver, yeah. we were just running him. And he was dying. <laughs> like, he, he was he was dying. And yeah. that's when I was like, yo, he is he is in terrible shape. And the other thing people don't understand, when you play at altitude, yeah. you got to be in even yeah. better shape. Yeah. There's less oxygen yeah. for you to play with. Yeah. So if you were in shitty shape, now yeah. it's magnified, yeah. right? So that's the other little detail. So Jokic is in the wrong spot to be out of shape. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the worst spot in the league. And, and that's your point. And they're playing at the slowest pace now in the lead, I believe. Yeah, and they're also 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games, which is actually the worst of any top uh, eight team in the West yeah. other than the Jazz, Kings, and Suns, which are, like I said, 6-8. through eight. Remember what I said, top five, rest, poop, poop. And they're locked in, like you said, with Murray. They have Jokic's big contract. 
From what I understand, like, they're trying to trade Malik Beasley. Yeah, because they wanted to give him three years, thirty million. He was like, "Fuck out of here!" I'm not <laughs> no, taking three years, thirty million dollars. They're, they're at the point now with those two big contracts, they yeah. have to underpay guys. That's that's also, and they have a Millsap contract. That's also yeah, thing is they don't even want to. Which is movable. That's also the thing is they don't even want to play Malik Beasley because if you play him, you're gonna outplay yeah, exactly. So but like, now. He's, he's yeah, yeah, that's that's like that's like I mean I remember even with uh with uh. There was no way to turn down that contract from Dallas, and they got railroaded the rest of the season. Like, it's like didn't play him. Like, yeah, we're not gonna give you the chance to outplay the sixty million dollars that we gave you. So it's gonna sit you on the bench and see how this goes. Poor decision. Poor. What did we do from Okis this past year? Two for ten, something like that. No, I don't think. I think it was. It was. It was two for ten. I don't even know. I have, it was low. Yeah, it was low. It wasn't I think, that. I, know, I, I don't even know what it was, to be honest with you. It wasn't that sixty. That's all I got. But 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 same thing with KCP and Detroit. Yeah, yeah, turned yeah. down. Well. Yeah, um, that was smart. Yeah, Rich Paul is going to. That's fair. Well, he got, he got, he got Rich the, Paul is. I mean, like KCB is getting like ten million per year. That's true. And to be in LA, not to Rich be Paul in LA. is like let's. Uh, I might sacrifice right ten million to not play in Detroit and play. Yeah, LA. yeah. Why not? I'm sure Blake would too. <laughs> Blake was hurt. Blake. Actually, speaking of Blake was hurt. Blake Griffin. What are your um, um, last night? Um, you know, uh, when, well, actually not last night, but in general, when they played the Rockets and they lost to and they and they beat the Rockets, Blake played the first half. Yeah. Second half, he didn't play due to knee soreness. Um, you know, this is going to sound funny, but we have a, like a running joke about like Blake's knee injuries. Um, are you he taking al- time? Because he, yeah, I am. Because he always says like Blake. I mean, we can both. Be, but he always says like Blake was hurt. Like every time I bring up like Chris Paul's failure as a Clipper, See, he always hurt. says Blake was hurt. Blake was hurt. And I'm like, yeah. Well, Chris was hurt too. Exactly. But what are your thoughts on his knee? Um, do you think that? I mean, I mean, honestly. Does he have these are the same issues that I kind of feel like Zion Williamson has. I think Blake is a little bit taller, but I think that they both I think that Blake has had chronic knee issues, but he's also one of those guys that's historically known as being a high jumper, uh, a hard dunker, yeah. same type of hard momentum all over yeah. that. You know what I mean? Jarring movement, yeah, I mean right. although he's evolved his game and kind of stepped out more, he's still he's hurt. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So the problem becomes with these knee injuries, right? They manifest sometimes they manifest when you're older. Yeah. Right? So like when you're young and you're playing it's all good, everyone's like, Oh, I'm not in pain, so I'm I'm gonna just leave it the way I am. But when it gets seven, eight years down the yeah. line, it's too it's like almost too late. Yeah. Because that shit's been building for a long yeah. time. And that's why like a guy like when I think about like longevity, I think about LeBron. He took care of himself from day one. Yeah, yeah. He's been taking care of himself every day since if you watch his interviews during high school, mm-hmm. like he has more maturity. Then like ten year vets in the NBA yeah. talking about his body. He talks about how I work every day on my body, and that's how his his uh, mentality's been. So with guys like Blake, mm-hmm. I think we talked about enough. You were here, he, like when he came in the league, he mm-hmm. was just doing crazy shit, yeah. trying to dunk on everybody, yeah. you know, falling all over the place. So that that type of stuff manifests yeah. now, yeah. and it's at the point now where. You kind of have to, you know, load manage him a little bit. And allegedly, what well, we don't, well, I mean, he he said it, but he said he tore his meniscus like last season. You remember the playoff run he had? Oh, yeah. oh did he? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 meniscus yeah, surgery. Yeah, yeah. yeah, meniscus surgery. Oh, I was, oh, I think oh, the so. yeah. And then he had yeah. a hamstring yeah. injury. Yeah, hamstring injury, which, I, which obviously is connected. It's all related. Connected. Yeah. I, I'm 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 at a place where I'm where I thought Blake was going to be a surefire Hall of Famer. I don't know anymore. That's I mean, that's a lie. 
I don't, I don't know. That's a lie. You telling me Draymond Green's a Hall of Famer? Blake Griffin's not a Hall of Famer. Draymond is more Chris Paul a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Then Blake Griffin's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but Chris Paul is more accomplished than Blake. Draymond Green is not more accomplished than Blake. No, he's not. Defensive player. Take away the take away. Come on, man. College basketball. Come on, man. Stop that, bro. It's hard to overcome that accomplishment. A championship accomplishment they go a long way. Stop, bro. Draymond is a two, the three-time All Star, bro. Defensive player of the year, three-time champion, Final Four. I think was the most outstanding player in the Final Four. Like his basketball resume, does he have a Blake six-time all-star, three-time uh, 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 um, All-NBA second team, two-time All-NBA third team, rookie of the year, All-NBA first team, uh, dunk contest champion, national college player of the year, okay, consensus you know All-American okay, first okay, team, okay, Big right, 12 okay, player of the okay, year, okay, his jersey is retired at Oklahoma, McDonald's All-American, stop it, bro, stop it. If Draymond Green getting in that goddamn Hall of Fame, Blake Griffin better be in there on a first-class goddamn ticket. When you say the college player, like, okay, all right, most outstanding college player. Hall of Fame is for, for every, your whole basketball. It's not just NBA, right? Like, like, but Draymond accomplishments ain't that hard, yes, though. They are, they're not. Bro, stop this, they're really not, yes, though. They are, they're not. Bro. It's not me disrespecting him. Yes, I said, are. I even said, even when you told me his, even when you told me a year ago, two years ago, like, yo, Draymond on his last leg, he got like one year left of being good, one year left of being an all star. I'm like, well, if he got one year left of being good, he's not going to be a Hall of Famer. I've been saying this. I haven't, I've been saying this. When we was in the middle of the run, when we was in the middle of the run, I've been saying this, bro. He's, he's he got to keep going. He got to keep going. He only had like six years. If he, he don't even have 5,000 points yet, bro. He don't. He don't have 5,000 rebounds. He don't have, I think, 4,000 assists yet, bro. I feel you. But look, bro, it's people in the Hall of Fame with worse, regime, with worse resumes than Blake. I mean, I mean not Blake. Yeah, that's Trayvon. a lie. That's Trayvon. a lie. I bet they all got 5,000 points. I will. I. 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 Do, I, I but do they have on. three rings? In yeah, three rings. I've been talking to me about the rings, G. But that's a big you tell me rings are a team accomplishment all the time. Are. So stop but talking to me about rings. They have all the rings with three All Star appearances. How many Hall of Famers got three All? I mean, I mean, three All Star appearances. I don't know. It's a travesty, G. Probably like Ginobili got three All Star appearances. Ginobili's different. I'm just saying. Ginobili's different. I'm just saying. Ginobili is different. I'm, 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 I will I'm say this. Saying. No, 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 no. This is the only reason why I would say Ginobili is different. Ginobili is different because Ginobili is a six man. Also, he was playing in the air. He was playing in a shooting guard dominant era with in like, the West. Yes, he was. Kobe. What do you mean? What do you mean? He wasn't playing in a shooting guard dominated era. Yes, he was. In the West. Yes, he was. You had Kobe Ray Allen. You had shooting guards in the West. Kobe G. Ray Allen. What do you mean, Kobe Ray Allen? Okay, what, T Mac, T Mac, T Mac, Kobe, yeah, you Ray had, Allen, T Mac. You had other guys in there. Michael Finley was still decent in the yeah, way he was in the yeah, West, too. Yeah, you Finley, had, yeah, I'm that, just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, but not with Mondo Hitters. Pete Finley was. No. He won. He won complete at that point. And no, when, he wasn't. And wasn't Philly on the Spurs then? Hmm? No, he was, was on the Mavericks. The tail end, tail end. He was a yeah, tail end. He was on the Mavericks though. Before yeah. he was good as a Maverick though. I feel you, but I'm talking about when Nobly hit his peak. When that Steve, was like early 2000. Like Nobly hit his peak like 07, 08. The late 2000s. Yeah, late 2000s. Ginobili wasn't hard. Like, I mean, like, he was nice, but he wasn't hard in, like, the early 2000s. Ginobili was also a six-man. And still got projects. Actually, let's look up. What is my new Ginobili? Ginobili's international I'm career. sure he, I like, I don't even care about the international. Resume. His that's NBA that, career is better. His NBA career is better. He even got more rings than Draymond. Yeah, he does. He does. I mean... You just said three times. He, he only has two. He only has yeah, two all That's what I'm saying. You, he does. You asked me to answer your question. Yes, but guess what? Ginobili got 4,000. I'm sorry. He got 14,000 points. 4,000 is. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. 4,000 assists. Uh, Draymond ain't got 5,000 points. That's what I'm saying. Like, these are. This, this, I'm just, this is all I'm saying. I'm just, I'm, all I'm saying. Put it in the context. We're talking about the greatest of the greatest of the greatest, G. 
But your accomplishments Blake matter, put bro. up 5,000 in his sleep, G. But your accomplishments matter, bro. Yeah, like like G, I said. G, he's three-time champion, three-time All-Star, All-NBA second team, All-NBA third team, defensive player three-time All-NBA three-time, uh, uh, three-time All-Defensive first team, two-time All-Defensive second team, NBA steals leader, uh, first team consensus All-American, Big Ten player of the year, first team All-Big Ten, uh, two-time third team All-Big Ten, Big Ten All-Defensive team, Big Ten six man of the year, Big Ten tournament MVP, uh, number twenty-three retired, re, uh, retired by Michigan, and he has a gold medal Michigan in the State, Olympics. Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, Michigan State, and he has a gold medal in the Olympics. It's not a Hall His of Fame. His basketball resume. That's a great basketball resume. He doesn't have a resume. better resume than guys that are in there. He don't have a better resume than Ben Wallace, and Ben Wallace ain't in the Hall of Fame. Ben Wallace gonna get in though. It's just gonna take him a minute. He's getting in. I'm sorry. And also, if Ben Wallace had won three rings with that Detroit team, if Blake never played again, he still got a better resume than Draymond. That's fair. That's fair. That's a fair. That's all I'm saying. But Draymond's getting in. But but I don't understand all day on this. Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant has the Achilles injury. Yeah. Um, obviously, we talked about it. One of the more devastating injuries, really, as an athlete in general. I think in any sport, really, uh, the Achilles is 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 is, is uh, one of the most devastating injuries. Getting so, better though, like Rudy Gay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came yeah, back yeah, pretty well. Yeah, came right? back pretty well. We've seen some so, with it. so I guess can we just dive deeper into first sure. what an Achilles injury, well, Achilles rupture, tendon rupture actually is, and two, what do you expect from Kevin Durant, and what are some things we might see from Kevin Durant as far as play style when he comes back, as opposed to the KD that we knew and loved before. Yes, yeah, so Achilles rupture, right? There's that tendon on the back of your your leg, your calf, between your calf and your heel. It's the strongest tendon in the body, so it's not meant to be torn. But when it is torn. It's a long process to get back, right? It's a really, really strong tendon. And so essentially what happened was when you went to push off that Achilles tore, ruptured, and so you have surgery, they reattach it, and you go through rehab. Uh, typically, you're back in about, these days, about, these days, about, yeah, nine or so months. I don't think nine months good. You got No, so I was going to say, the reason why, <laughs> the reason why KD, I think they're doing a good job with him, they're using it as a gap year. If he wanted to, he could probably be back by April or so. Mm-hmm. But... I don't see the point, yeah. right? You, you let him get back to 100, use that summer to build up, and then you come back with your with your full team. Yeah. And the, the biggest difference with KD, why I don't think it's gonna affect him too much, he never really relied on athleticism, right? Because he, mm-hmm. he has a skill set. That, yeah. that jumper is, is his big weapon. So the biggest thing people say after Achilles is you lose that first step acceleration. That's the big thing that you lose. That's what really loads the Achilles. When you step, you gotta load the Achilles in the spring, right? And I think it he wasn't He hasn't really the, used that. I don't really, really think had. he, I mean, well, not since he had the, I mean, that foot fracture. Oh yeah, the Jones fracture. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he, he, yeah, we forget he had that fracture and he was out for a while. Yeah, so yeah, yeah exactly. Basically, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. a year of basketball yeah. 2014, Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I don't think it's gonna affect him all that much to be honest just, just his playing style as well mm. and i mean he is thinner too so he's putting less load on his body in general he's he keeps in pretty good shape to yeah. be honest with you overall he is yeah he i've is. seen him in person yeah, have is. you seen him in person i have seen him in person yeah, he's another dude who impresses you like he, with his like just yeah the, this is going and not to be disrespectful lips. to kevin durant but he has a body type kind of like Mine, but like I'm like uh, like I'm sneaky athletic, so I couldn't imagine like being his height with his like actual body structure and athleticism. But I'm like very slim, so like a lot of people when they see me like, oh, you're very skinny. But like I'm actually like sneaky athletic. When I see him, I'm like, oh, you kind of got like 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 uh, other than the fact he's six eleven. When I see Kevin Durant, I'm like, oh, you kind of look like me, if that makes sense. Like, I look at his yeah, body, I'm like, you kind of look I, I like me. You know, like me. Like, I saw him, he was walking slender, skinny, ankles looking yeah. skinny as mine. But he's you know what I mean? He's stronger so, than you think. Yeah, yeah. and it's not, I mean, it's, I mean, there's no disrespect. I'm just saying, like, 
that's the kind of body structure he yeah. has versus seeing a guy like a Giannis where I'm like, yo, this dude oh. is like I've seen KD in person oh. like numerous times. I've watched him drop 50. But seeing his body and seeing Giannis' body in terms of like the physical like difference, completely different specimens. Completely different specimens. Completely different athletes. Okay, so so basically you don't think that the Achilles will will will, will basically uh, affect KD too much. I don't think so to be honest. Okay. I don't I don't I just I don't think so. I think that the net one, the next medical staff is really, really good. Really, okay. This is known. This is known for a lot throughout the league. Secondly, they're, take, they're letting him take his time. That's the big thing with an Achilles rupture. If if you try to rush some someone back, that's when you get into trouble. In this case, they have no need. Like Demarcus' question. I don't think Demarcus rushed back. No, it was almost ask, a year for him. May I ask a question? Yeah, of course. Um, you said. I mean, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, I, no, I didn't want to cut you off. I'm just saying, like, I wanted to ask a question in relation to something you just said. You yeah. said the Nets organization is known for having a great medical staff. Yeah. Well, obviously, if you're Kevin Durant and you don't have as much trust and faith in the Warriors medical staff anymore. He said that he looked at their organization and what they were doing as an organization and with the coach and the team and what they were building, and that's what he liked. It. Do you think that him also knowing, as you say, that their medical staff? Because that, that that's I mean, I'd be in a, I, I didn't know that they had a great medical staff. So you yeah, telling me I, that is something heard, like that? But, but do you think that factored into his decision so to go there? The Warriors have one of the best staff, medical staffs in the league. Too. Yeah, I never heard anything about Katie distrusting the, the mm -hmm. Warriors medical staff. I, I don't know if y'all have other information. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I mean, no. But the whole thing is just like everybody. I feel like, you, oh, well, but naturally, you know, what I mean, like, like no, no. I mean, the, the storyline is well, they didn't even him. They mismanaged KD's injury. He said this a million times. They mismanaged his injury. He shouldn't have come I, I just, back. No, I, they rushed I, I, him I, I, back. What's your what's your basis? He ought to be a say. I thought that what you do, even like what uh, teams will do with like what the Clippers did with uh, with, uh, with uh, PG, they ruled him out indefinitely. And definitely doesn't put a date on it. It could be never. It could be in two weeks. It could be tomorrow. But when you excuse me, don't rule him out indefinitely, and you just say, "Oh, in a month." Now you kind of like put pressure, pressure on him from on. everybody to like because you put it out there in a month. Whereas if you just say indefinitely, we don't know what that means. Like he right. might never come back. He might come back in two days. He might come back in a week. But That's when you fair. put out there a month, and like not to say that they force him to play, but obviously it's the finals. We down three one. You Kevin Durant, the whole world looking at you like they say it's you it's 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 you know a month and it's just a calf strain. Where you at? Your teammates probably looking around like, yo, bro, you good? Where you at? Like it's like it's pressure. So I think the PR side is fair. He's actually debunked all that. He said nobody asked me if I was coming back. He said nobody yeah. called me. It was like, yo, when you coming back? He's like everybody just asked me if I was good. And nobody asked me, yo, like, are you good? Are you going to play? He's like, me and my, and the trainer, I think his name is Rick Celebrini. 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 Yeah, he's he said, son's yeah, 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 yeah. He said, me and Rick set a date. And I told Rick that I, that maybe, like, game four, five, five, possibly four game five. five of the finals. That's and that's what we was aiming for. And that's what I was aiming for the whole time. He's like, and, like, I thought I could have maybe came back earlier. But, like, we was, like, we was aiming for game five. So that's what we was aiming for. So if he was aiming for game five. Because he, he said, he said, I, he said, of course I wanted to play. Like, you think I didn't want to play? Like, like it's a championship on the line. He said this himself. I think he said I it. I know what he, he said. So I'm just saying. So, I have, like, I, so, I, so I'm not going to put that every, on. Everyone signed off on it. Meaning KD's side, too. Yeah, of course. His second opinion, he signed off on of it. Course. There's always risk, right? The outcome doesn't mean that the process was bad, but there's always inherent risk, right? Yeah. Just because someone gets hurt doesn't mean you didn't do it the right way. For example, a counterpoint is... Clay, they didn't like Clay playing game three with yeah. the hamstring. Yeah. So we can't on one side say, oh, there's mi they're mismanaging injuries, yeah. but they didn't like Clay play in a yeah. huge game yeah. three, right? Yeah. That they lost. Is that they lost in game mm -hmm. three without him? And so same thing I heard from KD at home too. Yeah. yeah. And so KD said this afterwards said the target was always game, game four five. or five. 
My thing was just say indefinitely. Just say indefinitely. I agree. The PR. Just say indefinitely. It could have been handled better. Don't, exactly. Don't say. Do not say. Like just like don't say in a month. Because then again, not 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 saying anybody asks. I agree. But, like come on, G. We all like it, it, no nobody gotta ask you nothing. People looking when you finna play. We ain't gotta go with like yo you yeah. gonna play today. And, and but think, it's just yeah, just but, say but yeah, but but this is my thing. If I'm KD and I know I want to come back in the finals, why do we have to say I'm out forever? If I know I want to come back, indefinitely if I know, don't no, no, mean forever. No, no. But this is what I'm saying. If I know. That I'm targeting game five. Why does there need to be because a narrative? First of all, it was after a month. So what? Like just say if I know I want to play, put out there. What is but, 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 yes, but if I know I want to play and I know I'm not trying to be out for the rest of the year, why do you? Why? Why does the team need to announce that I'm out indefinitely or for the rest of the year? Why other, say, other than saying say he's hurt and we will reevaluate him in a couple years? Just say, I mean, I'm, just sorry, say I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, in a couple weeks. Okay, just say he's out indefinitely. Nah, we will reevaluate him in a couple weeks. Argue, I think you're just arguing semantics. Now we're that, actually man. seeing that more so though, like this year. Yeah. You'll see, they won't say out indefinitely. He X player will be reevaluated in two weeks. They they've been nothing. saying that. They've been saying that. Not to the same extent. They said that about KD. But not to this extent. Not the same extent, bro. Not the same extent. Like, they've been saying that. They've been saying that. They've been saying that, Like, literally, the Clippers and PZ, they just said indefinitely. And you didn't know when that man was coming back. Now, granted, it was rumors that he would come you, back then, but they said Starting the season and, go, and, and getting hurt before the finals and trying to come back and I'm win a saying, ring are two different things. I'm just saying, say What are you talking about? Say indefinitely. If PG could have played in the finals last year on that bad show, he would have been out there. I'm just saying. Stop say, it. But again, I'm saying. Stop say, it. Again, we are. Stop it. What did they say with DeMarcus in the play? I don't remember. Did they rule him out indefinitely or did they say a date? I don't remember. No, I don't think they, they put didn't rule date. him out indefinitely. They just said that he was hurt. And then once, back. once he got hurt, they, they, once he got hurt, they announced that it was torn. And then they said, we don't believe that he is, is out permanently in the playoffs. He can he can potentially come back based on his rehab progress. Based on his rehab right? progress. So that's what Same say. thing they said with KD. Not that, exactly. Yes, it is. It is, exactly. bro. It really is. It, it really is. It really is. Do I believe they mismanaged it? No, I don't. Do I believe he should have been out there? Not really. Just sit down, G. Like, like it, it, it kind of is what it is. Your, your career is worth more than this. If you really think you can give it a go, ah, ah, but that's also what it, where it comes down to. It's like, people, yeah, it's a tough it's situation. It's a tough situation, man. Injuries in sports, bro, like, it's so, it's, it's all great. Yeah. That, and that's, you know, that's why these dudes get paid with, I mean, some of these trainers get paid with, they're, they're paid, right? Yeah. They're, they're making tough decisions. You, I mean, you don't have any definite answer. You're just going off indicators. Yeah, I don't no, mean no. it's definite. What no. do you think about AAU and the stress that it puts on young athletes' bodies? Oh, I fucking hate. I hate AAU and the way they do it, man. Really? I mean, it kills yeah, these he, players. I, he talks yeah, about yeah. it, so let's talk yeah, about it. Let's it talk about I, AAU. I, just, I, just, like, I mean, I, I just think you got 18 year olds running around here with like 30 year old knees. I mean, you play like yeah. six games in a day. Like, even if you are 16 years old, bro, it's like pound, 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 pound. You got a certain amount of shock that your knees can absorb before it's that number. Like, for instance, Harry Giles, two, two torn ACLs in high school. Yep. How does that happen? You got 50-year-old knees when you get to the league. Bro, Dennis Smith Jr., two his ACLs. I think at, what, 16? Like, how are we having, like, I do not like the culture of an AU. First of all, I don't like what it teaches players, number one. Agreed. I don't think they teach players correct basketball, and I think that that's why you see Agreed. so many European players that come over here and have a, a, a leg up on us because they just been taught the game. Sometimes literally. literally like, yeah, like <laughs> two Luke, knees up. Luca has just been taught the game better than most 20-year-olds <laughs> his age right, from, right. From, like, from America. He's playing actual basketball, like an actual team. You play AAU basketball, every, which is basically a pickup game, and you're playing five of them a day, so you're not really putting in no real scheme. You was running out there with the best athletes throwing lobs up because you got talent. 
that's what we doing. Yeah. I don't like it, and and again, I like the just just the 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 stress it puts on these kids' bodies. Yeah. So I mean, we're seeing research on one is we call single sport specialization. Kids who only play one sport, yeah. they're at a much higher risk for injury in general. Really? You only play one sport? Because you're putting yeah. the same stress in oh, yeah. your body all really? the time. Yeah. Okay. Whereas I would have never do, guessed Let's that. say you yeah. do multiple sports, right? One, your season gets broken up, right? So these kids, yeah. let's say you're playing winter ball baseball, then you're playing soccer. Yeah. So you're putting different stress. Yeah. Now you have kids just playing ball or baseball, whatever it is. Yeah. You're putting the same yeah. stress through your body 12 months a year. That's going to lead to injuries. And that's not even counting training sessions. Yeah, exactly. kids train too. And then burnout. Some of these kids fucking hate the sport by yeah, the end, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about that shit. Yeah. You hate it. And so that yeah. plays into it too, the me- the, ne- the mental part. My biggest part at AAU, there's no accountability. Because yeah. the coaches are, are paid to win. And they don't give a f- I mean, they don't care if the kid, they don't care how they win. Yeah. Most of these coaches don't care if the kid, you know, it gets hurt later on. That ain't, that ain't my problem, yeah. right? We won. That. That and the fact it's just one huge business as well. That, that's the I mean, problem. like you got to think like you, you got you got like all these you know shoe companies um, who are like every AAU team is sponsored by a shoe company. So we want this kid to go to this team so that you know this yeah, company a has a leg a up exactly a like okay. So this is the Adidas thing. Well, can you go to this Adidas school and when you get to the league, okay, we we didn't have this relationship with you. So hopefully you sign with Adidas exactly. But it's but it's not, it's, it's not really a hopefully. It's more so like we have this established connection. It's with an, you. it's a implicit agreement. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farm not, system. It's, exactly. it's a feeder system, yeah. man. And you have even no no one will say it, but the colleges are set up in the same way. Exactly. They're, they're Linked into certain teams, AAU teams as well. Yeah. It's all a big business. Yeah, yeah, Once the money comes in, that's when you see the most vulnerable people always get affected the most. And yeah. That's the kids. The kids. The kids. The they kids don't know any better. And half the time, kids don't. Kids come. A lot of kids coming from poverty, so they see any type of money. Give yeah. it to me. Exactly. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I really don't like AAU basketball culture. For one, how it's teaching the game, and also just the stress that you're putting on these athletes. Again, like again, like a guy like Zion, it probably took millions of his knees and taking a million hits. hits. Right. By the time he's 18, 19, yeah. and that's how you get an injury. The second you get to the league, because your body done already had mad pounds. Absolutely. Even like a D Rose, you your body done probably had, and that's not even counting. Actually. I'm glad you said that because literally look what the next topic on my list was. D-Rose, can he sustain this play and is he an all-star? D-Rose! I mean, what are your even thoughts? Like, even like D-Rose, you got to think like, first of all, you've been playing on concrete half your life. We're from the crib, G. Yeah, so like, like, we play in the concrete so much in Chicago, we be playing in the concrete in L.A. Why? It be yeah. hot as hell outside. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So number one, you playing on concrete. So you gotta think the the, the first of all, what your needs have absorbed from that. Absolutely. Then you play AAU basketball. Then you play the year of college ball. Then you yeah. got the league running all over the place. Yeah, your knee was dead by year three. You've been doing jumps, and then you the way you play, jump stop, jump stop, jump yep, stop, yep, jump yep. stop. Yeah, your knee was bad by year three. Like that's just what. Well, year four. Like that's just what. That's that's just what happened. But. High usage rate. High yeah, usage rate. But do I think D-Rose can sustain this play? I mean, yes. Is he an all-star? No. Uh, but he can sustain this play. And it is, I think he's in contention for sixth man of the year. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he'll get it because I don't think the Pistons are a good enough basketball team for him to get it. And yeah, Which is also why I think that he won't be an all-star. Because, for one, if anybody's an all-star off that team, it's Drummond. Drummond's giving you 17 to 17. Drummond is, Drummond is literally giving you 17.17. D-Rose is winning games for you, though. Jeez. No, no. How are you getting there? Huh? How are you getting there? By D-Rose. Do you not see this man night after night? When he plays, they play well. 
Serious. Drummond too, huh? When Drummond play, Drummond's they play well too. Yeah, yeah, yeah but Drummond is, is but that's always Drummond thing. So Drummond what? ain't what never averaged seventeen to yeah. seventeen before G. Yeah, you, we can't just normalize. I'm, I'm, I'm saying G. You can't, but, uh, 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 that's, that's, seventeen seventeen is a whole different. Line, that's a, come on G with a steal and a block. Mm, I, I guess I feel you. No, D Rose. I said let them both. I don't care. Either way. No, no, you can't have two All Stars from 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 uh, from a AFC basketball team. It don't no, it don't it don't work like that. But no, that's fair, that's fair. But I am happy to see D Rose back playing good basketball, good quality basketball. Uh, I think I'm happy he, to see it, man. Yeah, I think with him with the injuries, like he's we've seen some of the videos with him training. He changed the way he's trained. Yeah, he's got a lot yeah. more like, into his balance and a kind of understanding really what goes into injuries. Yeah. Whereas, and I, like we talked about earlier with some of the risk reward, like. You don't learn it until you've been through it, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing I see with, with young kids. It's like, I wish some of these older dudes would come out. Like, like if I, me saying it, kids don't give a damn about yeah, what I'm say saying. You know what I mean? What the fuck is this guy? <laughs> but it's like, if an athlete comes out and it's like, yo, I went through this. If you want to get to where I am and not go through injuries, I, I speak up on it. And then yeah. kids will listen. So like Kobe, I know Kobe started to lead in LA. That's like an alternative to AAU, mm-hmm. to more on fundamentals and things like that. I don't know how large it's gotten compared to the Mamba Institute. Academy. No, that, that's a whole different thing. Oh, okay. But he started an actual kids league oh, okay. to focus more on fundamentals. So I mean, these guys have the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. LeBron came out and spoke on like Bronny playing like five games and stuff like that. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. He spoke on it. So, but it's like I wish they were more vocal. Yeah. About it. That's I mean, yeah, but I mean, but also LeBron is not, and not to yeah, disrespect LeBron, but he's also like in a Nike camp, so he, he mean, can't really say too much. Yeah, about it's like I can, I can talk to y'all, but like Bronny, we got to get this paper B. Like, like That's I'm true. a billionaire. You want to be a billionaire too, son? <laughs> yes. Just listen, listen to, to me. listen to me, G. Like at, to me. at the at the at the very worst, you can be Little Romeo. <laughs> at the worst. Like, no, dead ass. Lil Romeo, point. like, literally. Lil Romeo, like... It's not about four. Lil Romeo's made a great life for himself. Like, yeah. like I mean, at the very worst, you could be Lil Romeo. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not a bad floor. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you but from there. Um, I want to talk about Klay Thompson. Um, we got, you know, you know, someone wanted to know about Klay Thompson's injury in his ACL. window. Um, obviously, he has an ACL, um, you know, tear that he suffered yeah. in the finals. What are your thoughts on Klay Thompson in terms of his recovery window? Okay. Um, do you think that he can be the same player? He doesn't think Clay can be the same player. Okay. ACLs, defensively, defensively. A- ACLs, to be honest, aren't a big deal anymore, man. Okay. It's hard for me to, like, people don't realize that, but they're, they're just not. Like, the protocols have come such a long way. Mm. And if you look at, like, player performance, there's metrics pre and post, not a big difference. <laughs> so, usually it's after, after, though, it takes about a year and a half, year two and years, half. Yeah, mm-hmm. to two years until mm-hmm. we get back there. Do you think he can return the season, or do you think he's out for the rest of the season? I think season? he could if he wanted to, but. Why would they bring it back? I mean, they're I trying mean, to tank one. Second I don't know that, if they're trying to tank. They keep saying Steph is going to come back in February. So if Steph comes back in February and we think Clay is healthy enough, maybe why they not? want people to re up their. Uh, also, I'm also I like I keep I know this sounds stupid, but I keep looking at the Western Conference standings. Nobody, oh, Yo, no, listen, so low. no, listen, no, listen, nobody, no, listen. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, nobody is in a is in a position of surefire anything. Now, I'm not saying they're gonna make the playoffs. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. Make but can they make a playoff push with a healthy no. Steph and? Clay and how, many, how many wins do they have? No, five. They have, they have five wins right now, but how many games back are they of the AC? They only like six games back. That's what I'm saying. 
it, nobody's They're really eight, eight losses back. Yeah, nobody's That's really pulled. Are you telling me like Steph and Clay couldn't come back no. and they go on the streak where they win? He literally just said it said take a year and a half to two years. For yes, to get yes, back. but Steph Curry has a broken hand. He gonna be okay. No, he wasn't okay when he was out there this year. Yes, but if Clay is back, then you got more out there, G. And Pascal is also way, way better than anybody thought. I actually bad. think he's gonna get Draymond out of there. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. But can they make a run? Do I think that they're gonna end up with 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 fifty losses? No, I don't. I think at the very worst they're gonna win thirty five games. And I, I don't I don't think this organization is looking at this. They, like, do you know how much money they're gonna lose? I think for one, like, like this is a real question. This is not even. Do you know how much? Do you know how much? Like, like, mama, I'm sorry. I know you watch this now. You don't like when I use the f word, but do you know how much <coughs> fucking money they are losing right now? They are fucking hemorrhaging. That's why I think Steph money right now. So that's why if Clay come back and he play, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. But I, I do think that, that they can still what's make the a push. What's the normal recovery time for a? About nine months. So that what that would put him at what if that's he got hurt in June? June? So that's uh, yeah, it'd be about. I mean, so yeah, September, you know, February, right? Yeah, All Star break. My thought was always if he came back, it would be after All Star break. That's when I would bring him back if you want to yeah, bring him back. When it's like thirty games. That's when I thought. It'd be thirty I, games. Yeah, so I made a video on this last year. And I said I didn't know they're gonna be at the point yeah, they are now, five wins. But I said if he comes back, you bring him back. After the All-Star break, mid-February, mm-hmm. and you let him come back for yeah. it. Do I think they, The only reason I think they might come back is the money reason. You want ticket holders to re-up for next year, mm-hmm. and that's when they re-up. Yeah. That's the yeah, point. Exactly. You get those brochures in the mail. Yeah, yeah, you want to re-up. Yeah, for $20,000 for Chase Center tickets. Like, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. They're so bad, they'll probably end up getting the fifth pick right now. Because of how bad they are, and with like, and with like the lottery, it, it's gonna be a matter of they're eight out right now. If they're fifteen back, like you ain't in an in. I mean, you ain't even getting close. Yeah, but Draymond. Again, this is also why Draymond's not a Hall of Famer. He's yeah, but yeah, but but see, I I could rock with bringing Clay back in like March. Like just to get some of his sea legs back. Exactly. Like Paul He's like, George came back. Yeah. At the end of the season. rhythm. Like, like yeah. you don't want basically like you don't want basically to miss a whole year of basketball and hop in the next year. Like I we, no we like trying to win a ring. Because no again, they don't have I don't personally they have that much more of a window left. I think two to three years. That's it. Two to three years. If they don't get one within two to three years, they not. Now you're telling me they get a top five draft pick. That's the question. But the thing about it is I it's a redraft. Yeah, like oh, yeah, but, yeah. you gotta wait for the pick to develop. Like every pick just don't come out in Luca. You, you gotta wait for the pick to well, develop. They, they want to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, but still, I think they want to move that with D'Angelo and Draymond. For who? Somebody, some, somebody will take that. Yeah, I'm saying, but like for who? And how old is that person? Huh? That you, I know. I don't think they're gonna move them together, but I think that they can move them by in different packages. Someone I don't think. I don't think Draymond Green will be a Warrior next year. I don't think D'Angelo Russell will be a Warrior next year. I don't. I don't. I don't think that pick that they that they gonna get is gonna be a warrior next year. I, agree with that. I, agree I think with that. if I'm them, if I'm Bob Myers, the best way to cap relief is getting rid of D'Angelo Russell and Draymond Green, and that pick can get me somebody back. What does that mean? Or Steph, a couple people. To Steph's be thirty. Clay yeah. is what twenty nine. No, Steph is no. Clay is thirty. Steph is gonna be thirty. To this oh, year. then you. I mean, then you have to win now. Yeah, you, you got, is a, you I mean, got this, two to three. That's years. why I said this, that's you, why you get yeah, rid of those. Like, yeah. like we see what Draymond is now. His trade value is still high, but he's not. He's not the same, and, and I, but also like I said, he's a he's a product of Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson, and that's all he is, and that's why he's not a Hall of Famer. Dennis Rodman was not a product of Isaiah Thomas or Joe Dumars. Oh. Dennis Rodman was not a product of Michael Jordan. He was not a product of those Spurs team. He was Dennis Rodman. Draymond is a product of Klay Thompson and Steph Curry. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but bro, we don't, yeah, Klay but Thompson was out there the whole time. That Warriors team was always a great team defensively. Yeah, but look at the pieces behind him. 
I agree. You can say that for everybody with every defensive every, player. Yeah, you need history. a team around you. Yeah, no, like, that's not true. Not true. Like, is. Put Kawhi Leonard on any team and he going to play good defense. No, that's not true. He had one of the best defensive centers behind him as well. He not winning two defense player of the year awards without Tim Duncan being behind him. No. Literally, you are only as good as your help, G. You're going to get beat. They are too fucking good. I got to right, go on Harden. I'm going to get beat. All right, bro. Help me, G. All right, bro. Put Scottie Pippen anyway. He's still going to be the same. Defender. No, he you're not. Lying. You're G. lying, G. No, he's not. You're lying, and I don't no, even rock not. with Scottie like that, but you're lying. No, they're not. Put Scottie on any, anywhere on God's no, green earth in his goddamn bro. prime, and he you defending know, him, G. G. You play defense as a team. Now, you want to talk to me about offense? Cool. You play defense as a team, bro. You do not Come play on, defense by yourself. All right, bro. I didn't say But even that applies to Draymond, though. His defense hasn't fallen off, has he? Yeah. Who is he defending? I mean, who is that Ooh. team defending? Who is he defending? Who is that team? Who he locking down on a nightly basis? Who are they beating? They got five yeah, wins. That's a whole to be fair, though, they could be the goddamn. To be beats. fair, though, to be fair, though, most of the games they lose, they are in. They aren't. They for the most and part. Guess what? He had like seven points. What you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offensively, no, no issue with that. I'm just saying defensively. Look, I don't see three blocks a night. I don't see the. I, like Draymond used to have a ton of games where where they be like Draymond had a five 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 night tonight, or he was close yeah. to a five. I ain't seen none of them shits. Where's them three four steel nights at? Where them five blocks? Four seal nights at. I don't see them. I, I see seven points, six rebounds, four assists, a half a steal, and a block. That that's not Hall of Fame numbers in your seventh year, my man. That's your, this is your seventh year. That's not Hall of Fame numbers. That's what I'm saying. It's different. You can but, argue that they miss KD the most on the defensive side. I agree with that too. Uh, KD's weak side help, man. man when they was good before KD. No, I'm saying. I'm just saying. They. they they're D when they locked in with KD. I think they miss Iggy so the most. Around. They miss Iggy oh, more than anybody. Absolutely. I, I really do. I think if Iggy was out there, they wouldn't be losing these games. They still be losing, but just not as much. I don't think they would be losing these games. I think that, I think if Iggy was out there, they would probably be the tenth or eleventh seed right now. You think I, Iggy gives them like a plus five right now wins? Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I do because 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 what a lot of things that you even him he, him earlier with his crazy ass rant about Zion not equating to wins. Experience and play on the floor equals wins. You talking to me about inexperience. Iggy is one of the most experienced athletes in the NBA today. You got rookies out there. You got Pascal. You got Alec Burke out there. You got oh, you got Glenn Robinson, the second out there. You got a third. lot of guys. I mean, sorry, the third, excuse me. You got a lot of guys out there that are young and inexperienced and also don't know how to and don't know and also don't know the how scheme. Do how do not even, not even that they don't know the schemes. So you so like they trying to learn terminology, defensive terminology, That's offensive fair. terminology. He know win. all That's of fair. that. He, he not letting a lot of those late game flounders happen because just he's there. And it's certain young guys where, and also even Draymond said at the beginning of the year, I have to change my leadership style because clearly it's not working. Right, right. He can't, a guy like Iggy is the polar opposite of a guy like Draymond. He true. put his head down, he worked, and he is a prime, I'm team, I'm Steph guy. He would have easily added five more wins to them. I, I'm sorry. You can, you? like, I, I don't think Iggy's a Hall of Famer. How many close But I do see been? his value. Have they been in a bunch of close games? I'm, I'm just wondering. As a whole, if yes, they, they have, have been, yeah, they, they have, have a bunch of games I, within 10 If that's the case, then I agree with you. Usually they lose games in like the last two minutes. Okay, then I like, agree with you. Like, 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 I like, like think about the war. Like, they don't go out there and just get ran. But like, at least since well, the beginning of the season. Not anymore. And, 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 and like, the first two weeks were bad. But after that, like, they ain't been out there getting ran over. It's like. Let me see if I can find that stuff. Okay, if we have, like. I'm going to see if I can find that stuff. Then I agree with you. But even just looking at their games, even games in which they're getting blown out. It's not happening if Iggy's on the floor. There is nobody on that on that team right now that can go and guard the other team's primary score. 
Absolutely. And on any yeah, given yeah, night, yeah. even if he get, even if Iggy didn't score, you could put him on the other team's primary score on the on the perimeter on and the make, wing and, and do that. Draymond. That's what makes Draymond so effective. Because now, if you Draymond, I'm getting switched out on all game long. But now I got to take the number one guy, the number two guy, and the power four, and I got to rebound, and I got to play rotate. point guard, yeah, yeah. and I got and I, yeah, and I got to rotate, and my body, and Draymond. Actually, speaking of health, what are your thoughts on Draymond? Draymond, to me, his body seems to be over the past few years slowly but surely breaking down. So I think, what do you think about Draymond Green's injury history, and do you think that he is? A, you think he will be able to have a 12-plus year career? I believe he's in year seven or eight right, right now. Right. So, first of all, let me speak generally on the whole Warriors yeah. team, right? Five straight finals runs yes. in a row. Yeah. That in and of itself yeah. is so stressful to your body, yeah. man. Those deep playoff runs. Yeah. So, I'm not surprised any of these injuries are happening. Okay. Like, they're worn out. Okay. Dude, I remember the Lakers when they won three in a row, mm-hmm. four and five years. They were worn They were worn the fuck out. Yeah, they were. And they were worn. And now you got guys going to their 30s with this. So. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me to see any of it with any of these guys. Now, to yeah. Draymond specifically, he's a bigger dude than most, than some of these guys. So, mm-hmm. again, like we talked about earlier, some of these things from earlier in your career start to manifest yeah. now, right? So, five more years, I think he he has to have – I think he'll get there to 12 okay. just because he's adjusting his game and he's able to play with a guy like Steph and Clay. Whereas his usage numbers aren't that high. Yeah, this is the eighth season. Yeah. Yeah. So his yeah. usage now, if he goes to a team where he was like a one or two option, yeah. First, a team would suck. But secondly, <laughs> uh, secondly, yeah. I that's gonna wear wear you out. Uh-huh. If he stays on this Warriors team, then yeah, I agree with you. Okay. I, I I right now I know like he's being load managed too. Yeah, he is. Right, like rest. Yeah. He's. I mean, his numbers across the board are pretty much the worst of his career, career trending right absolutely. now. I mean, with the exception of points, last year he didn't score as much, but this year he's scoring a little bit more. But he's shooting <laughs> less. But I mean, but, he, but he's shooting forty point nine percent from the field goal range, twenty six point seven percent from the three point line. Uh, Seventy. Uh, I mean, uh, no, it's not actually. No, it's joking. a career. It's a career low. low. Actually, well, well, other than his rookie year, so it's a career low. Um, and even from the free throw line, he's shooting 72%, which is 3% higher than last year, but still nowhere near what his highest was. Um, and, I mean, in terms of rebounding, a, 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 an entire rebound less, an entire assist less, a half a block per game less. He's averaging a little bit less tur- uh, um, on personal fouls and turnovers, but it's just like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not really seeing that, and I think that, you know, with it coming out that he's 6'6", you know, he's a small guy now. And I think that, you know, Pavi laughed at me when I said that I think I thought I think Draymond, um, you know, should play, um, you know, um, small forward. But I think that now that he's getting older, the he can't place. He can't space the floor. Well, but well, then, but that's also why I do, why I don't necessarily know what his well, shelf life is going as he's going that's forward. Like, to me, Draymond. You know what I mean, like he'll be a guy that I think can be a guy that can come in and maybe get you like five like five points and maybe four rebounds like in the future. But like, that's not. Yeah. You know so, what I mean. To me, he's a he's like an elite role player. Yeah. On a championship team. Yeah. The problem is. He's yeah, what four for ninety? Yeah. Now you're paying him. Yeah, that's a lot. A, a lot for that level of play. Yeah, he right? was worth it years ago, but yeah. now. Now the question is exactly. Yeah. So I mean, he's a he's a great role player, but it's still a role. Yeah. And that's the thing. So I can agree with you. I I don't know. He has to have guys like Steph and play around him. He makes everyone better. 
But mm-hmm. he has to have talent around him in the first place. Yeah. Like this Warriors team, like he he can't really excel on that team, yeah. right? I agree. So, so let's tough. talk about going vegan. Um, you know, uh, one of our fans asked us, "What are I your thoughts that. about um, you know, going completely vegan? Um, is it good for professional athletes?" To be honest, shout out man, to the homie like, Darius. I would love to answer this question, but to be honest, like it's completely outside my scope of knowledge. Okay, I was more of like a nutritional. Yeah, it's more thing. nutritional. Okay. I wouldn't even really know enough about it. Oh, okay. to speak on it, mm-hmm. and so I don't even want to speak on it in that regard. I don't want to give out bad information. So okay, I'm not upset at that. So let's go ahead and let's actually talk about. Um, somebody else asked about um, the charge line. Someone is. Um, they said that. Um, oh, yeah, um, I saw a suggestion to move the charge line away from under the basket so there's less chances of injury. Um, he thought that it might be a good topic. Shout out to Kyle Ferrer, I believe that's his name, on uh, Twitter. Shout out to him. What are your thoughts on moving the charge line? Do you think that that'll help um, with the injuries because guys are standing underneath the hole trying to get that charge, um, you know, you know, trying to, you know, really – you know, I mean, because a lot of it is gamesmanship. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then you see these injuries underneath the rim and things of that sort. Are guys falling the cameras? What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that I honestly do you think that they should get rid of it? The charge line. Oh yeah. I like the charge line. I like it the way it is. If you move it out, it shortens the playing field even more. Man. Yeah. Like that's the that's the thing. I feel like they you don't per- have guys yeah. at the free throw line trying like trying to yeah. stand there, right? Yeah. So like, there's two ways. Of course, I want to reduce injury risk. Yeah. But you have to balance it yeah. with still keeping the game yeah. good, yeah. right? Yeah. I like where it's at right yeah. now. And so I would keep it there. Mm-hmm. It, it would reduce injury risk by moving it out further. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's lots of stuff in the league that you could reduce injury risk, but it's going to make the game a lot shittier. Yeah. So you got to balance those two. I right? think they should get rid of the charge line. You think so? I don't, I don't think it, I, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, 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 but, but, but this is why I say this. Get rid of it because it doesn't add anything to the game. And if usually you're going to review block charge files in the middle of the game, then if you think it's a questionable block charge, review it anyway. The purpose of the usually, charge line. No, no, seriously. Don't they usually the review that? Or the aren't coaches challenging it now? The like, purpose of the charge line was to prevent guys from like sliding like underneath people when they get in the air. So it's like, because like if, if, if I just slide underneath the right Yeah, happening. but it still happens though. Yes. That's what, farther from the well, 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 you weren't here. The topic was the fan asked if... Um, he saw a suggestion about on uh, you know about moving the charge line further away to 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 help with you know um, not, not so many injuries. I don't agree with that because I think that that takes away guys' ability who want to get to the rim, ability to be able to get to the rim the way that they want to because that line is there. So now I have to play it further out. I'm more of the idea of let's just try to get let's see how the game looks if we get rid of it. Like before, when we had when we instituted it, the game was played much more in the mid range and closer to the basket. Now it's played out a little bit further. I think guys are when they taking charges, they looking for that line to try to get there rather than just being like if I'm in the right position. Now and if you and most guys nowadays. You're not really trying to stand under the rim and get dunked on anyways or stand under the rim. Like, even when LeBron dunked the other day in Miami, Myers Leonard, he under the rim. The pictures is literally his eyes open. He see LeBron. And the next picture is him blinking like, oh, <laughs> shit, because he knows the ball is coming. Yeah, He's yeah. not trying to get under there and take that dunk from LeBron. LeBron might catch a body like Nurkic every now and then. But, like, he was going to catch that body anyways. I don't really think it's needed anymore. And I think when you see guys like John Morant trying to go up and fly. A lot of them trying to do that stuff as well because they know that if you are in that area and your foot is there and I go up and I create the contact, I can get the foul. Well, if we just judging it purely off block off block charge, off of what we see with our eyes, 
you can't, you're not really going to be doing that like that. Them, these guys are not going to be going in there and going as crazy. And I think we see a lot more leg and foot injuries now than we ever seen before. And I think a lot of that is contributed because of the fact that these guys are sliding underneath each other, trying to be a gamesman and play gamesmanship rather than just playing the game to just play the game. And if, like you talk about Harden manipulating the game, and, and he talks about it. Harden himself talks about manipulating the rules. Block charges are still a form of manipulating the rules. And if you a guy that's good at taking charges and stuff like that, you do that. But that don't mean that other guys ain't potentially put at risk for doing it. Zaza took a lot of block charges that I didn't necessarily like. That were usually it would sometimes even get the charge. But I sometimes like that's not a good position for you to be in. But then, like you say, like even with Kawhi, you say he didn't mean to hurt him, but he also did not mean to hurt him. It, you eliminate some of that risk. That's just personally I feel. You can go ahead though. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think people be stupid trying to take charge regardless. Again, they put it in to protect people from like sliding underneath them, right underneath the rim. I mean, I think keep keep it keep keep it the way it is. I don't. Yeah, I don't see. I, I don't, don't see really a see need it. to get rid of it. Or to be honest, move it out. I just keep it yeah. the way it There's is. There's plenty of problem, other problems in the NBA that I would address. What are the other problems? I mean, believe? the biggest one we talked about is, is the manipulation of the rules when it comes to the biggest one I see, and I've seen this for years. Is Jokic does it? Harden does it now. Is when people pull your elbow up. Yeah, see, that's I just talk dangerous. To, I talk to him man. about that all the time. That's just dangerous to your shoulder. So I see, I see it all the time. Like Jokic will come down. Harden, he has t- the kinetic tape on his shoulders all the time. I'm just saying. So, but it can hurt someone else too. Like your arm's here, and you pull up real quick. What's going to happen to your shoulder joint, right? Yeah. And they're they're trying to draw these fouls, but at some point, someone's going to be hurt. And the problem with the NBA is. They only address stuff when, when, when something yeah, happens. Yeah. Like, for example, like, what was it when Draymond kicked out and hit someone? Oh, and Adam Adam, yeah, Adam, yeah. Well, like, that shit happens all the time, yeah. but they only called it after it hit yeah. someone. Who kicked somebody in the I, face this year on the Clippers? Um, it was somebody on the Clippers got his foot up real out. high and kicked out and kicked somebody in the oh, face. Oh, Patrick Patterson got um, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he got kicked in the face by... Um, I, mean, I, I forgot West, who it was. Yeah, I see yeah, Westbrook yeah, do it. Yeah. I see Kobe used to do it. But like they should regulate that out right away. Reggie did it all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so that's another whole that rule needs to be consistent for like kicking out on three pointers. Yeah, I see it called like here and there. Yeah, but it's also it's, it's, it's just like it's it's hard to decipher in real time if you actually kicked out. Kicked out because it's like you gotta think like people even talk about Harlem. Oh, he's jumping forward. Like, bro, have you ever tried to shoot the ball from thirty feet out? That's true. But he's jackknife. <laughs> he's not. Nah, but bro, but bro, but bro, have you ever tried to bink bink and like fading away? But you don't jackknife. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just saying. Like, or even like, like seen the video. you don't jack or 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 and even you're not like, doing this underneath somebody else's arm. It's just dangerous. It's, it's dangerous. Take That's it out. It really is. I actually didn't even think about nah, that nah, like, until, like, until you hurt somebody's yeah, like, really. even hurt somebody's elbow. Yeah, like. yeah I've seen. I've, the first guy I ever saw do it was Jokic. You would come down. You're playing normal defense. He gets under you and comes up. Yeah. So like, what am I supposed to do? And the risk is all on me as a defender. Yeah, but right? then you get the foul call, and his fouls on me. So I was like, what the fuck. Take it out. I agree. Take yeah, it out. That's what I'm but saying. that takes away an advantage for your guy. No, really. I mean, he would still go to the line 13 times a game. He does that, like, maybe, what, once? I'm just saying. No, he does it. He does it three, four nah, times a game. Nah, because usually he'll like Harden does that two, three times usually a game. Usually, it's the way he puts yeah, the ball yeah, in your yeah, arm. Yeah, puts the ball that, out and he just rubs into you and then get. I mean, he hasn't like got it with signs, but the yeah. hook and stuff. Some of that stuff's got to go. Lou, Lou, Lou does it too. Lou does it a lot. He does it Lou a does lot. It a lot. Yeah. Lou does, does it a lot. lot Lou does it a lot. And you see a lot of bias. Kawhi did it in the finals a lot as well. Yeah. You see a lot of like, bias with these thinner players. Like Le- LeBron has hit a ton. A ton, yeah. And they don't call there. Oh, it's LeBron. He's big. <laughs> it's like how Shaq used to be. Yeah. Right? He did yeah. kill him. Yeah. Like, oh, Shaq, though. 
but like Luke, <laughs> Luke so comes sad, in and gets hit yeah. and he'll like he'll he'll sell it. Yeah. So I say now what you see with refs in general, bro, they don't even see what they're calling. They call reaction. Yeah. All they're calling are reactions, reaction, yeah. man. Like you see so many moving strings where the guy doesn't flop and you're like, that's a fucking moving screen. screen. Yeah. They didn't call it because they do it. You see a perfectly legal screen. And, and the dude fall out. Yeah, and yeah. it's a foul. It's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what are we? Are we? Are you actually seeing what you're calling, or are you just calling the reaction? Also thinking like I mean, real they, time. I mean, they, you saw that clip of Tim Donahue talking. Did you see that? Did you see that clip that Paul Jordan tweeted? Yeah, Tim Donahue was talking about how basically like the refs get a report before every game about like what they're supposed to emphasize. So like the oh, way man. he so the way he tipped certain people off was like based on he wouldn't even tell them what the score of the game would be, or he would even specifically call things to to change the game. It's just like based upon what the league told them to, to, to you know, to specifically target for that game. He would tell the, other, the like the better guys to bet on that game yeah. based off of what they told them to target. So, so like if he knew that like like they were like they had an emphasis for like the carry that day, like oh well, we know like like he. I think he said. Like, I think he said. Yeah. I think he said it was either. It was, I think he said hey, Allen Iverson. Hey, he got into it with uh, with you know with Joy Crawford, and and basically Joy Crawford called like four carries on him in that game. Um, but just because, game. like, but just because, like, AI like got into, got into it, with him. so he called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm he said, yeah, yeah. and he said, basically, AI looked at Joy Crawford and was like, "How long is this gonna last?" And he was like, and he should just kind of smiled at him and like kept running. But like, so I mean, I I walk past the referees' locker room all the time. I personally don't think they have agendas, but also like, but also basically they're based upon what, but based upon what Tim Donahue said, like there is a. There is a level of 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 of, 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 vindictiveness. of of vindictiveness and personal bias that does exist within okay. some of these referees. Yeah. Joey yeah. Crawford, Tim Duncan, remember yeah. he was looking at him yeah. on the side. You yeah. threw him out for looking at him. For smiling, yeah, for smiling. I mean, I will say we all shit on the referees, but yo, it's not hard. It's not easy. Excuse me yeah. to referee yeah. to ref it's not, not an NBA game, especially now because yeah. you have guys yeah. trying to you know trying to. I mean, guys, guys, guys flopping. People talk to you any kind of way, yeah, yelling they, at you. You gotta like move on. Like talking to me any kind of way don't mean that. I've I've been in rec leagues and I've I, I grew up around softball players. It, like 16 inch softball players they say the most ridiculous outlandish shit to the umps unless they respect them it's certain like older umps that like certain people would never say something to but it'd be other umps they'd be calling them all Whatever. what that all don't make it okay though it, it, yes it does it's it, that, that's that not making it okay because you know because you know what happened after the game what the umps do they go they go to them afterward they shake their hand they talk some shit back to them after the game is over. but there's a limit to like what you should be able to mm, say to it's me. cool man so as long as you're not putting your hands on them or like it's physically violating their space i i don't think it i mean i mean of course you shouldn't be talking about nobody wife and kids or their religion or their race or their ethnicity but like within the games or just be like that was a you know what call like whatever like i'm cool with that i've seen worse on the softball field and they ain't getting paid. Uh, the, the, the and those umpires getting paid like fifty dollars a game. That don't make it right. Not fifteen thousand dollars. I hear you, but that don't make it right. And don't make that's it wrong either. It's entertainment. That's what that's what this is. It's entertainment. Everybody act like this shit is corporate America. This shit ain't corporate America. This is entertainment. This right here, entertainment. Entertainment, bro. Okay. It's entertainment. That's fair. But at the same time, I think the players have to understand which refs allow that. Which yeah. There's a lot of new refs now, yeah, so they don't have those relationships, yeah. right? So like a lot of refs now are, are doing quick tees. Just yeah. like they think that someone's like. Trying to like talk shit about them, but it's just yeah. a normal. Yeah, like, this is 2020 and progressive tech. Me to an extent. Exactly. It just, it, but somebody, you know, not somebody, but everybody, and you yourself made a, an amazing video on Kawhi Leonard, um, which is actually the reason why I reached out to you, just because like I like bringing people on the show to <laughs> do things that are parallel with what we do, and obviously we cover the LA Clippers. 
um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, on a, on a normal basis, yeah. we've pretty much covered, I think, every home game this year with the exception yeah, of the, the Lakers yeah. uh, uh, game. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Kawhi Leonard, and also I brought, the, I put this in there earlier, but really I kind of put it in there because I wanted to talk about it earlier, but then when we were talking about walks, Kawhi Leonard has a very, very interesting walk. Um, as a member of the media, um, usually we have to wait an hour after every game because I've he goes and gets uh, like a really deep, I guess, treatment. massage and treatment and all treatment. stuff like that. Um, you know, a lot of people criticize the load management. Um, they think that it's cheating the game or whatever it is. Um, I personally am of the belief that if these guys aren't healthy, they should be playing. We want longevity, not um, a quick whatever. And these games, everybody loves to say, oh, the ratings are down because these games don't matter. But then at the same time, they'll say, well, Kawhi Leonard low managing is hurting the game. I'm confused. If, if, if the ratings don't matter because the games don't matter, then if the games don't matter now and they matter in March, April, May, and June, then I'm not playing for today. I'm playing for March, right. April, May, and June. What are your thoughts? Well, I would say this. First thing is this, man. If Kawhi could go out there and play every game, he would play. This dude good. loves the ball. The one thing that I know he loves in life is to play basketball. Yeah. Like that, that's his passion. He does. It's not by choice where he's like sitting out games and like, oh, I don't want to play this game. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that needs to happen, back to your PR point, instead of saying load management, be like, you know, uh, injury prevention. You know, change the term, something. They actually do, um, and actually, I wonder if I can. Knee maintenance. I actually think that they do. I think they change. I think they change. I'm literally going to go and look I at their official injury report while we talk about this and see. I think they've started saying it. I think it says left knee injury management. So that's the first that needs to happen, and they've done it to their point. But like with Kawhi, it's like he had the nature of his injury is such. That it has to be constantly. Kawhi Leonard, technically, according to their injury report, was listed out in the Bulls game um, with an injury illness, left knee injury management, left knee soreness. That's what he's listed as. But I mean, I feel like, I do feel like the media has created this term of low, like the Spurs, like, use it as a term for like them trying to like actually from like from their perspective of more of like a medical term and the media was like yo this is a this is a great fucking narrative like what the fuck is no nah, the way it got you know big I mean? was when broad was, was out for low management last year oh uh, yeah yeah because Kawhi was doing it on the raptors but like nobody really paid attention and then when it popped up as lebron low management it became like a thing oh it was yeah it with was. The Cavs, no he did it with yeah but the way it became big was last year with the lakers remember he had he like took oh, a game off of like the low management strand. And then it was like, what the fuck is low man? And then that's when the low management thing. Uh, I got you. Well, anything with LeBron takes off, it's ridiculous. But that's a whole other story. Yeah, but I mean, with Kawhi, like the nature of his injury, and I talked about it. You guys watched the video. So, I mean, the way his injury works, it's like, I think about it like this. Like, if you have a bucket, every time he plays, it drops in a bucket. You don't want to let that bucket overflow. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, when you load manage, you're just reducing the amount of water in that bucket. Okay. You're trying to. It's maintenance. You're trying to maintain a certain level of strength in that tendon, but if it gets to the point where it overflows, it's really hard to then get out in front of that injury. Yeah. And so, you, like last year, we saw it with Josh Hart. He had patellar tendonitis, and then there came a point in the season in January where he pretty much couldn't play anymore. Yeah, he was done. Yeah, he was done. He, like, he, he was shooting like 44% from three. He went to like 27% in January. He had surgery, he had a PRP, couldn't play out. What's PRP? PRP is uh, like an injection with your own okay. blood cells. 
to try to help with healing. Okay, it's um, like the, the where they take the white blood cells or whatever. And yeah, 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 red blood cells, okay, and they okay. recite, and they yeah, try okay. to centrifuge them, and they okay. and they condense them, and they put them back into your system. And then Embiid had the same thing mm-hmm. where he, they rested him for I think it was seven or eight games after the All Star break, yeah. right? And they tried him some rehab because yeah. he had the knee. Yeah. Jumper's knee. Yeah. yeah. What is that for the people that don't know what jumper's knee is? So jumper's knee is you have a tendon that sits below your kneecap, mm-hmm. like right below, and that's called your patella tendon. Mm-hmm. And that's patella tendonitis is jumper's knee. And mm-hmm. it's really sore in jumping sports. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, Kawhi has on his left knee. Oh, okay. Which we found out. We only found that out after the NBA released that. Okay. They did a release on that. Oh, yeah. After Doc. Oh, yeah. Okay. When Doc yeah. was saying, oh, he's healthy. Yeah. Why is healthy? He's healthy. Yeah. He's all good. He's all good. Yeah. And they said, no, nah, he's not. <laughs> okay. Because the only reason, I guess, the new policy now with load management is the team has to send the NBA evidence yeah. saying that this dude's actually yeah. not healthy. Yeah. And they were sending yeah. evidence to the lead saying, yeah. okay, this is why yeah. his left. And also what I've been seeing more in the media rooms is um is on nights when Kawhi doesn't play is actually seeing the full like injury report printed out and signed. Like, cause you know how like, cause the coaches both have to sign their lineup sheets with their in also with the injury yeah, reports yeah. as well. Um, so now what I've been seeing more even in the media locker room is like a full injury report as opposed to before early in the season, before this whole thing happened. Yep. It, you know, if, if we just saw whatever was listed on the official yeah. PR. Now, like when I'm at the games, there's an official signed photocopied yeah. injury report from both teams. So it's interesting. Yeah. So I think it's becoming a lot more transparent now mm-hmm. just to show that, hey, he is. He's really I think they, they got themselves into trouble. By trying to hide it in the first place, mm-hmm. yeah. you should have been like, "Yo, like, yeah, he's dealing with some yeah. with injury." No yeah. one's gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Like people would get it. Yeah, because yeah, you come out and say he's fine, then he just doesn't play for it. I was like, oh. "Yeah, I, I think Kawhi might, might have some like PTSD from the Spurs years, or like that last year yeah. where people yeah. were questioning like, yeah. "Oh, why is he not playing?" Yeah, he said he's healthy. Why is he not playing? So I, I guess the natural instinct is just be like, try to hide it because yeah. I don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then, but once it got out, it got out. Now they're being transparent with it. But anyways, yeah, the nature of his injury is such where it's going to have to be managed for the rest of his career. And what concerned me was when he started limping last year in the, the finals. Raptors, Raptors, yeah, yeah, it was in the his conference finals. It was bad too. It, he was limping in bad. In the finals, it was bad. It was bad. And he didn't. He didn't really play that well in the finals Gosh, either. He played great to me in the no, finals. I, I mean, he yeah, didn't play as well as he could have, no, but he still played that, great to me. Relative. Yeah, yeah. Like early yeah, on. True. I thought Kyle Lowry was finally VP, and I'll say that forever. I thought it was Kyle Lowry. You like, do good, though. Nah, bro, remember the dunk he was in Golden State when he stutter stepped to like get the momentum because he couldn't take off on one yeah, leg? Exactly, yeah, exactly. It was bad in the finals. Yeah, bro. so he was, he was hurt. He was on one leg it, in the finals. So with San Antonio, he heard it was his right side, and now it's his left side. And it was reported that it was because he was compensating for his mm-hmm. left side. But that tells me that that right side is still bothering him. Because yeah. you wouldn't be compensating yeah. Yeah. unless you still have something going on with the right side. So basically, they're managing both sides. The overt injury is the left patellitis. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, a so what so so thing. what what are management um, uh, you know uh, treatments for. Uh, you know, the, you know, the, you know that type of tendonitis, and you also mentioned Joel Embiid. I mean, is is this so? Is he gonna be in the same situation for his entire career? But he's also a, a larger human being, and he weighs more. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's always a risk when it's when it's long standing for this for this amount of time. Yeah. Embiid, because Embiid's being load managed this year a couple times as well, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, but they're yeah. they're being more proactive yeah. with it this year. Mm-hmm. Last year they let it linger. This year they're doing more consistency. I mean, the biggest thing, honestly, so you can do hands on treatment, but the biggest thing is you you got to give the person some rest. 
okay. to allow that tendon to not become super flared up. Okay. Because with these issues, once they flare up on you, it's really difficult to then get out in front of it. Okay. So you want to without like just completely stopping. Yeah, shutting without down. completely shutting down for a while. Okay. So that's why it's like people are saying, "Oh, it's only like week two. Why is he sitting out?" Because that's the nature of the injury. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they're yeah. just doing it just because. Oh, uh-huh. like, it's not like a big fuck you to you the don't fans. Don't want to get hurt. And then, yeah, like, it's literally now you got to sit out for a certain period of time, right? Or you just got to manage it, being worse the whole rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, you got to be. Pro- you have to be proactive yeah. with this. Okay. To me, it's basic. It's like. Yo, if, if I'm playing ball two days in a row and like the first day I play, next day I'm hella sore, I'm gonna be like, no, I can't play. <laughs> like it's simple to me. Yeah. Like it's not like it's some like like you know, game changing yeah. thing. I don't for some reason people are like taking this this term and him resting as like some you know paradigm shift. Yeah. And then he's just the first to do it to that extent. Yeah. But, but also it's something he, that's required. It's his for body him. though. Yeah, but it's something for him that's that's required because he has both his knees are dealing with tendon, like tendon mm-hmm. issues. And so, I mean, I can't hate on it. Last year, we saw him do it, and he was still injured yeah. at the end. Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't you be more yeah. more cautious this year? Yeah, especially, yeah. like I said, you're playing for April, May, June. But you got you got to go, or do you have time to talk Lakers? Oh, always have time. All right, cool. For Lakers. Lakers, let's talk Lakers. You're a Lakers fan, obviously. I can hear I it throughout it. your entire voice, throughout the entire time we were speaking. Talk Lakers basketball. Can they win it all? What are your thoughts on this team? Currently, they are tied with the Milwaukee Bucks for the best record in the NBA. Fewest losses, three losses so far. It's the best record that they've had, I believe, since um, you know, you know, you know, since like pretty much they won championship. Oh eight oh nine. Oh eight oh nine. Um, so what are your thoughts on this Lakers team? Do you think that they can number one win sixty plus games? And do you think they can win it all? I mean, the way they've started, the way we started, 21-3, 60 plus is almost like guaranteed. Mm-hmm. We, I think I've read a number, if we go 500 rest yeah. of the season, we'll be over 50 games. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, to, yeah. it's, it's to that extent. You can yeah. start this well. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest thing that comes, we, we know what LeBron gives you. We know what AD gives mm-hmm. you, right? And the question is, always, it, was, it was always, what are the players around them, mm-hmm. right? Start of the year, we started pretty, pretty poorly with a three-point shooting. But mm-hmm. over the last 20 games, it's been the top five. Yeah. It's going to come down to, in the end, can you shoot the ball, can you shoot the ball from yeah. the perimeter? Because you have I mean, you have two guys with huge gravity with AD and LeBron. I mean, LeBron, to me, is, is the best passer I've ever seen. Really? But I haven't okay. seen – I didn't okay. see, like, Magic okay. or any of those guys. I mean, it's just, it's just his ability to He's recognize not a passer, anticipation. Fair enough. But he still draws more than Nash, I think. He, but he can see over the defense, though. Yeah, Nash true. Not. That's yeah, the, that's yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah, difference. Yeah, can. You can put LeBron true. in the pinch post and allow him to navigate. He can make a pass true. here to, to, to all the way there. Like that pass yeah. to Avery yeah, Bradley yeah, on Bradley, the catch. Yeah. That was incredible. That would have passed to Gary Dudley that he made in uh, Orlando, yeah, yeah, even though he missed yeah, yeah. it. The pass was like, yeah. yeah. Across court. I mean, Nash is a tremendous. I think it's a different style because Nash is predominantly pick and roll. LeBron is off anything, yeah. right? So it's gonna, I think the, when it comes down to winning a championship, I mean, the biggest – Obstacle, obviously the Clippers, right? So it's gonna come down to, can you defend the wings? Mm-hmm. Kawhi and PG, I mean, he, bigger players, mm-hmm. right? But the mismatch on the other side is, can the Clippers defend AD? And that's the question, mm-hmm. right? So that's what it's gonna come down to. It'll be really interesting. The X Factor, Danny Green's a big X Factor. Mm-hmm. He One, he's a great defender in and of itself, but he also knows Kawhi intimately right from yeah. his time with him so that's gonna i mean they also i think best friends as well yeah they're really good friends yeah. i think what's gonna happen you're gonna have ad playing Kawhi or paul george 
That's what I'm not mad. And he's probably gonna play Kawhi because because with the way Kawhi's been playing, I also think to, 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 to even help with is the fact that you know talking about his injury. Yep. He's not really that much on the perimeter. He's, he's more so playing in the post yeah, and mid range exactly. area, so you're not even putting as much stress on you. And PG is the one that's kind of taking that shooting guard, mm-hmm. small forward role, being more on the perimeter. Quick aside, can Kawhi Leonard guard Jokic? Guard Jokic? Yes. I mean, Jokic. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure to be honest with you. Okay. Cool. I've, I've, I haven't seen Kawhi. Like like no, 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 no. I, I haven't seen like. Kawhi. I, I think probably yeah. The problem with Jokic, Jokic is a big dude though. Yeah, Weight wise. The, pose, the question is, do you want Kawhi having someone lean on him yeah. for an entire series yeah, like that, bro? So is he gonna lean on you? If Jokic he play from, if he pass it from, if he, if he pass it from top of the key, he ain't leaving. The thing about Jokic though, when he sees a, when he sees a mismatch, he, he will get in the yeah. low block. I don't think Kawhi is a mismatch though. Kawhi is, I think, is arguably a top five strongest player in the NBA. I'm not joking. I agree, but, he, but people a, bounce off of yeah, him. Yeah, I agree. He's, I was gonna say he's a really really strong player. That's why he plays that mid post really well. But playing someone with a weight advantage yeah, on yeah. you over a, a, a series for minutes, the question is, do you want to risk that knowing you have Lakers or someone like that next. What if they are next? I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I'm just saying. And like in terms of the score too. As well. It's Kawhi saying. Leonard. He can't go it's down a, it's score. A, it's a I'm risk. just saying. G, it's, oh. it's, it's, so it's Tory Craig gonna be guarding him. He's gonna send so Tory Craig. Craig. The thing about being hey, tired though, bro. Like you get like. So to answer your question, yeah. I think he can. But do you want him doing that, considering the full context? I don't think you do. Okay. I want him okay. To. I just want to know if you thought he can. I think he can. They told I me think, he can't. I think no. They think, told me he can't. I'm fine with. I'm fine. No, 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 I'm fine with you saying context, but okay. No, you no, no. Literally, I said if I'm the Clippers and I need somebody to guard Jokic, I'm gonna probably put. He he won't play him the whole series, but when I need to late in games, we were talking about late in games because we were talking about guarding and beat at the end of games versus guarding Jokic. And I said that the, the different map, yeah, it is. It be just bigger, stronger, and got a, to me a better all around offensive game. 100%. Jokic is a better passer. That's where it stops. Kawhi can guard Jokic because Jokic can't do that much on offense. I disagree with that. You're not running. I disagree. Like literally, if you run a post up for Jokic, Jokic on Kawhi for the whole game, you're not gonna win. I disagree with Jokic can't do that much on offense. I really, really disagree. He can. He really can. He has a he has a turnaround fade. He has a hook shot. He can catch hook is three. The the hook is what will give Kawhi problems. I'm I'm cool with that. what is he? Dri- what is with, he averaging? With on Kawhi's him? hands, I mean, if if he doesn't bring yeah. the ball around him, Kawhi uses his hands. But with the hook, you use your body, right, right up over him. That's the big one. And yeah. Jokic has good touch around the rim as well. Yeah, Th- that's the question. You say what is he averaging? I mean, probably his normal like 18, 19 points. If Jokic, and we winning. If Jokic is averaging twenty seven points, your team isn't that good. I, I told you, peak Jokic to me, 18, 12, 7. If Jokic got to average 25, 26 right, points, right. your team ain't that good. You have no shot. I agree. In I general. Agree. I agree. He, but, ain't, he ain't that good. But it ain't going to matter. Like, like you said, we talked about it with the Wooden They have no go-to guy in the exactly. end. Exactly. They, they, yeah. Exactly. You can shut down their movement in the end. Exactly. Right? So, I mean, J- Murray is not that consistent enough. He ain't taking it out. I, I, think, I think everybody in Denver is playing one spot, two out. That's fair. They and need, all of them should be slotted down one spot. Then they be. They need right. one win, like you They're said. Great. They need one scoring win. The one thing that worries me with the Lakers, though, just going back to the Lakers. Are they championship of us? I mean, yeah, obviously. Okay, I'm just glad you uh, agree with that because no, because everybody's been mad at me about free like free agency, and because I said that I thought that they I thought that they lost free agency. I still feel that they lost free agency. I think this is a championship or bust year for them. I thought there were better assets for them to for them to be had for especially for the long term for them. 
especially trying to keep AD. I don't know if AD is staying after this year, even though people think, why not? I don't necessarily know if AD is staying. I think I kind of feel like AD still wants to be his own show. He telling me he want to win MVP. You can't win MVP with LeBron James on your team. And LeBron doesn't look like he's going to retire for another three, four years, which is great for LeBron. It is, but I can't be the show if he's here. And if I'm AD, I might go Same somewhere. Same time, AD's been the show in New Orleans. And how did that go for him? He, he's seen what it's like not to play with hell. Yeah, but this is a guy that said for the past three years he want to win MVP. I understand that. But it's like I think he's also played now. He's seen like complete opposite sides of, of, of a very competitive team and how it was trying to like struggle in New Orleans, yeah. I, I think he much prefers this. Yeah, I'm sure he prefers the only three losses. And also, I think that <laughs> I think that as time progresses, I think AD will start. That it will start to become more and more and more and more and more of AD's team. Yeah, Obviously, absolutely. LeBron's 35 years old. Like, yeah, it's dope right now, but he can't keep doing this forever. Like, he can't keep doing this forever. Sure. Not, 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 no, yeah, not, yeah, not, 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 not this. So eventually, again, and then what, AD is what, 26 years, 26, 27 years old? Yeah. To me, he's just not entering his prime. I think AD will, if, if, if AD keeps playing what AD is playing, he's going to get one MVP eventually. At some point in time, he's going to get one. I agree. The one thing AD has to work on, and this is going back to championship point, he's still not a good passer when it comes to reading the defense. On a short roll or either double, I'm not he's still hesitant. He still doesn't make the right read a lot of times, and so he's 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 improving the course of the yeah. season. But if he really wants to be MVP level candidate, but is that he's but there's a lot of that on on the centers that are playing around him and the space that they occupy. So like because I because I I'm not That's upset with that assessment this year on this team, but AD on his own team to me I thought was a good passer in those scenarios. I just don't necessarily know if the spacing on the floor for the Lakers allows him to be able to make the same reads that he would have made on a team That's where fair. LeBron or JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard aren't occupying those spaces on the floor that he would usually have to be open to be able to see more of it. Yeah, it might just be an acclimation process, right? Like, like yeah. him that's just like a, That's just like an honest like assessment no, looking at fair. it because I've always felt like AD was an underrated passer, but also sometimes it was kind of like in certain scenarios, it wasn't. It was he. He never had shooters around him. That's true. He, all, he That's always true. had. He always had a playmaker, a, a a fake three and D wing, and a bullshit point guard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who you passing to in those scenarios? Oh, I got you. And you still having to make you know a, you know ratatouille with trash. If basically now you got LeBron, yeah. all these guys on the floor, I, I can't even make the same pass because the, the spacing. It's a different. Yeah, I think some of it is him being used to. Who he has around mm-hmm. him. Like, do you think, think that? I mean, do you think that that the you know the you know chink in his arm? Do you think that that will you know be something a uh, point of contention for them in the playoffs? So when they're playing somebody, or is I, it just more of like this is the thing that I think AD could improve upon? Well, for one, I mean, you're improve upon. But secondly, I think you're going to see teams try to give him different looks. Just mm-hmm. LeBron's a type. He picks up on stuff right, right away. Yeah, you right, see right, it right, right away, right, man. Right, it's yeah. crazy. I think AD takes a little more time for him. To adjust to it, mm-hmm. and so I think you will see it. And over a course of a seven-game series, yeah. you have the ability to adjust those looks. Yeah. And like I think to your point, in New Orleans, even when Cousins came, yeah. they played their best ball yeah. like from in January after, 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 right before he got hurt, yeah. after AD yeah. adjusted yeah. to the new player. And so yeah. I think that's to your point as well. But that's also, I guess, a positive for the Lakers. Like 
this is a team that's still being used to each other. So are the yeah. Clippers, of course, as well. I mean, they, you put in two new players. Yeah. Shemet's been, he just came yeah, back. He finally right? back. Yeah, he, he had, high like, yeah, I saw him two weeks ago, and I was like, okay, he's not limping. He might be back in, like, a week, and then two weeks later, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So High angle sprains. Yeah, no, he was on crutches. He was, he was limping, limping for a minute. Injury, yeah. My only thing with the Lakers is I think Cal Kuzma is the most important player for this team. I know what AD gonna do. I know what Bron gonna do. I even know what Danny Green gonna do. My only thing is like it's 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 certain lines when they go to a bench lineup where they just need a third score and they just don't have it right now. And and even I granted sometimes what what was the last game that Kuzma actually played? It was in LA. The last time they played in LA, I think Minnesota. it was yeah the Minnesota game. They weren't running much many plays for Kuzma, and I'm like you at some point you gotta get Kuzma involved because you're gonna need that guy. Like that's a guy where 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 sometimes hey bro like when Bron goes to the bench or when you know AD I out there I like I don't think AD is like I think you have to give the AD the ball for him to score in positions like you just can't for the most part give him like when he's hot yeah but I don't think too many times you can just like give him the ball but I move away from him and walk away and like you know defense gonna load up on him and do what they do I still think that in some moments you are gonna need a bucket from Kuzma they don't have that third score when I look at the Clippers the thing that makes them so. Interesting to me is they had three bona fide scorers. They are amazing. three. Like they 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 are the only team in the league where I'm like, yo, y'all really got three bona fide scorers. All time scorers from the perimeter on top of that scorers. That's the only thing that worries me about the Lakers is like, I need a third guy. I, I need it to be Kuzma. Like I said, I need Kuzma to be Kyrie. Now I don't need Kuzma to literally be Kyrie Irving and score Kyrie Irving points. Same but it's, it's just in Same certain goal. moments, like you gave Kyrie the ball and he just figured some shit out. Yeah. I, I think the problem with Cruz this year, not problem, but it's been an adjustment process for him. One, every year of his career, he's had to had a different role, yeah, right? Yeah, First yeah, year on tough. the ball a lot. Second year yeah. playing with LeBron. <coughs> Third year playing yeah. with LeBron yeah, and AD. Yeah, and, yeah. and then he had the foot injury. Yeah. He had, now he has an ankle, ankle injury. injury yeah. He was sick. Yeah. He got hit in the eye. He was playing really well. He hit in the eye. So he's like, he has no rhythm to his yeah. game right now. And he's a rhythm player. And so that will be an interesting process. I agree. But, I mean, the positive for what I've seen from the Lakers, the, big, I mean, the biggest positive is how the coaching staff has approached the year. One, I didn't expect them to be this good defensively. Like, they're playing hard. I did. I did. That's the only not this good. I said, I said no, yeah, I good. I, okay, that's fair. No, I did I not. Not not this good this early. I thought it would be something where they start ramping up. Mm-hmm. But they got good really quickly defensively. That's Secondly, AD. what you see – that's true. That's fair. If you watch their offensive sets, AD spoke to this. He said, we, we, "He said we're playing four or five different systems right now." So that what that tells me is that Vogel and staff, they're like they're. It's almost like guess and check. It's like let's try this, see what doesn't work, yeah. take that out, we'll put something else in. Yeah. That tells me that their mindset is they understand what they're playing for, mm-hmm. right? Like they're playing for a championship, so they're trying to build up this system throughout the throughout year. year yeah. Whereas with Luke, it was almost like he's coaching for his job. So he it's didn't like, know what he was doing. Yeah, it was almost like, do I also disagree Luke with that. Just didn't, Luke just didn't, Luke is the worst I coach in the NBA. Know, but I'm just saying, at the, by the, by the, no, I'm not saying Luke's the bad coach, but what I saw, I never saw a process from Luke. I also never saw the team on the court half time. That's fair. That's it's, fair. It's, it's, I never saw. It's, it's, I never saw a process with Luke. That's fair. Whereas that's with that's Vogel, fair. I see a process at. It's systematic. We also do have to remember this is Frank Vogel's what fourth head coaching job. That was yeah. Luke Walton's first, first head coaching job. First. I do think just like with players, coaches need time to develop as well. I agree absolutely. And so, Vogel has said like he went, he learned from other coaches. Yeah. He came back. He's adjusted. I mean, I, his staff is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lionel Hollis, Jason Kidd, they got a great staff around him. So. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, it, it's been it's been fun to watch the process. 
want to tell Laker fans, you're like, man, it's been six years of just trash. And now enjoy, just enjoy the moments for what they are. It man. is, but don't get ahead of yourselves because that's what y'all doing right now. A lot of them are. I, 100%, they are. Uh, 100%. They are. They're mad at me because, I said, like I said, if it's a championship or bus year, I will tell you when they won free agency if they get to the championship. If they get to the championship, they won free agency. I, I agree. That's they don't about, get to man. the championship, they didn't win free agency to me because this year's championship or bust. I mean, every year with the It's wrong. been that way, though. I've been, I've been saying this since July, and I'm I'm sticking by it. They playing great basketball. I don't think they're the best team in the NBA. I think the Bucks are because they've been together a little bit longer, and those guys look like they will die for Giannis. LeBron is working there to get his guys there. I think the Bucks just look a different level, and I'm seeing the Bucks. Take teams out in the first half, and looking like the Warriors did when they was taking yeah. teams out in the first half, like taking them to the it's woodshed, also, and the you East, don't even. It, it it is the East, but also East is better than what people. But think the East is, is better than the West to me this year. On the bottom that. Period. That. As a whole, it's better. I don't really hate. As that. a whole, I think it's a better. It's better than the West is. I think the West has been terrible this year, but I think the West has been terrible largely due to injuries and because Kevin Durant is no longer in the Western Conference. If Kevin Durant was still in Western Conference and healthy, and Steph Curry was healthy, and Clay Thompson was healthy, yeah, the the the, the, the you know the West is way better. Even if Kevin Durant is on another team in the West, the West, the yeah. West is still the, you know. But now you lose KD, you lose Clay, you lose Steph. Draymond is not what he used to be. Even right, he's right, a guy right, that's right. still, regardless of what I say, he's still been in contention to be an All Star. It's just a different um, thing. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, any final words? I mean, it's, nah, we said enough. it's been it's been a pleasure having you on, man. One it thing I would really one thing I would really love to do is just the quick outro is just for you to um you know just talk to the people a little bit about just a little bit about your background, um you know you know kind yeah. of where you come from, what you do, because um, sure. I just feel like we just got to get a little bit more into like actually the, you know letting the audience learn a little bit about the guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, you know kind of you know how you wind up you know getting to this point and also how you started making videos and creating content. Yeah, I mean, in the end, so my my goal was so I mean, my background is I'm on my DPT doctor of physical therapy mm-hmm. and so I work my, my path I grew up a sports fan mm-hmm. I, I played sports soccer basketball mm-hmm. everything pretty much mm-hmm. and I, I always loved it I mean I've coached sports yeah and so I got into kind of like you know working with certain athletes and things like of that nature the biggest thing that I've always seen when it comes to the medical field is that it's just not approachable, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so my goal was to, how do I translate stuff for yeah. fans to understand? Because mm-hmm. you do these press releases, and you're like, what, what is this? Yeah. I don't understand what this means. Yeah. So it's my goal to like translate that mm-hmm. into what we're seeing. I think seeing. you do a great job, though. Thank you, I appreciate it. Like the Kawhi video, what does that mean? Why does he need yeah. it? And so it gives fans an understanding of, okay, you know, now I understand it better. Mm-hmm. And I think another aspect we don't realize when you don't see what an athlete goes through sometimes, yeah. you try to just like treat them like, you know, you don't treat them like a human being. Yeah. But yeah. when you see it, you yeah, understand person, what these yeah. dudes are like. Like you saw it. Yeah, when, like when I see Kawhi walking up, literally, we wait. We like, yeah. as a media, a lot of media members get frustrated by waiting on him. But like, I mean, if he going to go and get treatment, that's what he doing. Though. Right, exactly. So it's like, we got to understand what these guys go through yeah. to be able to relate to them. Yeah. At the same time with my videos, like, if you've been through that injury yourself, it might give you some information about your yeah. own self yeah. and allow you to understand yourself better, athletes better, yeah. and other people better. And that, in the end, that's the, the goal of my content, is just to like, is education. Mm-hmm. 
and then we can all have better conversations like we're having right now. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for coming on, man. I, I really, really, truly appreciate it. Um, you know, I just hit him up randomly, DM'd him on a whim, and he was like, I'm down. When do you want to do it? I was thinking, because everybody usually, you know, in L.A., Hollywood, you yeah, know, you know, around this time, everybody's like, oh, I'm, well, I, I, you know, we can make it happen in, in January or whatever. <laughs> so when you hit me up, it was like, yo, I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Had to get you to come through. Um, but, yeah, man, this has been Hoops and Brews, man. It's your boy, TPJ. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at RealTPJ. That's R-E-E-L-T-P-J. It's a film joke. You don't get it, you damn dummy. And as always, do not drink and drive. If you are under 18 in Canada or under 21 in America, you better not be fucking drinking. Don't do it. It's wrong. Wait until you are old enough. As always, drink in moderation. Today, we were not drinking beer. We actually haven't had beer. Oh, you know what? I think we had beer last episode. But we weren't drinking beer today. Drinking the Julio, my girl, um, you know, had the Julio, so we was participating with the Don Julio. If you don't know what Don Julio is, you cut it off right now. Cut this video off right now. Um, <laughs> but anyways, man, as always, it's hoops and brews. We drink beer. We talk basketball. It's been a great episode. Special thank you again to our guests. Go ahead, get your plug in. Let the people know where they can find you on the internet. Follow you on your social media channels. Go ahead, talk to the people. Yeah, so y'all can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube at Three CB Performance, Three Charlie Beta Performance. And uh, yeah, ask me any questions, whatever y'all got. So yeah, man, send him some tweets. Um, if you have any questions about injuries, I'm sure he'll be happy to respond to you. Make sure you go and you check out his videos. I'm gonna make sure I drop a link to his, um, you know, YouTube channel. Um, not only on the YouTube link, but as well as underneath the SoundCloud. Make sure you go you subscribe to his channel. Um, and I really, really appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to come talk basketball with us. You know, yell, scream, argue. Um, it was a great show. It was, a, it was honestly this is honestly, this is honestly the first show. <laughs> Well, really, other than for the last few minutes, we didn't talk about competition and what's going on in the league. So if you're a fan and you really, really are, you know, you love, you know, yeah. injury talk or you want to dive in depth on injury talk, we just gave you damn near every injury talk you could think about. We didn't talk about Blake. We talked about D-Rose. We talked about Kawhi, Clay, KD. Actually, one last quick thing. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. Shoulder and his knee. Do you worry about his health and his future as a pro? I don't worry as much. Shoulder impingement. Man, it, it should be so general. We don't really know what's going on with okay. them. Like shoulder impingement, like when you like, let people have it. Like when you go overhead like this and you feel like that yeah. pinch, yeah. that's shoulder impingement. Okay. So the question with the Nets though this year is like, how matter. bad is it versus are they just trying to like save these guys for next yeah. year? Yeah. So that's that's my debate in yeah. my head. It's hard for me to say. Like, could he play? Let's, let's say it was in a playoff game. Yeah. Could he play? Yeah. I don't know because we don't really know enough. Yeah. But just based on the whole context, I, I think they're being very, very conservative with him, and rightfully so. Okay. They ain't playing for nothing this year. And right? KD doesn't That's play, true. 100% doesn't play this year, correct? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I'd be, I'd be very surprised. Only thing, if he comes back, maybe like April, just for some rhythm, like mid-March, okay. maybe last month, yeah, for some okay. rhythm like Paul George did. Yeah, yeah, but I'd be, I'd be, I'd be surprised even at that. Okay. And cool. but they've done, they've done a good job of, of managing expectations that like we talked yeah. about. They said he's not playing. Yeah. yeah. So if he does, oh yeah, I mean it's great. Yeah. If he does, yeah, fans yeah, will be yeah. happy. Yeah. But they've already established yeah, he's not playing. He's not going to play. So if he does come back, it's all extra for them. Okay, cool. Go ahead, get your get your plug in, man. Always, man. Follow me on Twitter at Pavywood, P A V Y World, all one word, Pavverbs.com. Make sure y'all go check that yeah, out. Yeah, man, go check out Pavverbs.com. It's the hottest new site for the latest um, talk on the ladies. You can go, you can check out that Pavverbs Explain podcast starring your man's Pavy here. Usually yeah. he have a fine honey come through, talk with him about relationships, scream at him, call him a, uh, call him a sexist, but at the end of the day, Nobody they still come through and they like, I've, <laughs> I've seen it. Come on, G. Shorty was mad at you. Shorty was mad at you. She told you you were emotionally 
distance. Well, actually, that's most. That's a lot of yeah, people. That's, not, that, that's so different from sexist. Huh? No, so no, 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 no. Shorty was no, 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 no. Shorty was mad at you when she was coming. There. She was like, "The way that you talk about women, I just don't like that." Which one? The the curly hair shorty, the one we went to the club with most of our friends. I know she would. No, no, I didn't. I didn't say she was really mad at you. Oh. I just said that. I said they. I said oh. they say what they say, but they still come through when they chat with you because yeah. you're, you're, you're you're the whisperer. He's the he's the he's the West Hollywood women whisperer. That's what we gonna start. That's, that's your new nickname. Basketball savant. What else? Rapper extraordinaire and the West Hollywood. Women whisperer. That's his new day. Also, the name of this episode is Jokic is Fat Kent, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I already found a picture. Dude. I'm putting that man white ass head on Sean Kemp black ass body. <laughs> but we're gonna get out of here. We'll get up with y'all next time, man. Peace out, man. Fresh like I just got a max. Roll it this we ball into the max. Fresh like I got a contract. Moving through the city, we be going. Now you know it. Fresher than a mass contract. Pull up, we walking in, we walking in. Every time you see me, know I look like Stephen Curry money. Like finals every year, what you expect from me? I'm jiggy at it like a field. Moving like a rebus if I play the field. I ain't seen a front entrance in about six months I don't even know what it looked like You still struggle with security, what's that life? <laughs> I'm on a different way at the Clippers game Got your woman texting me while I'm talking to Doc Phone ringing through the press, I had to text her to stop Why she sitting parallel to the niggas she got <laughs> I've been the realest since my rookie deal 85 Mike when I pull up here Yeah and you pull up like a lower candy Speaking from your burner saying you can't stand me <laughs> Fresh like I just got a contract Fresh like I just got a max Roll up this with ball into the max Fresh like I got a contract Moving through the city we be going Roll up this you pulling now you know it Fresher than a max contract Pullin' up, we walkin' in, we walkin' in the back